0: the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by the incomparable, the lovely Rachel Cruz. The phone number is 888 888- Eight two five five two two five triple eight eight two five five two two five. Rachel will be taking your money questions. I'll chime in if she lets me. See how that always will Ken. Uh, always I, want
1: your thoughts.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you do. And uh, we'll also take your work questions. So uh, your income is your greatest wealth building tool. Your income, multiple incomes, is the best way to get out of debt and get through the rest of the baby steps. So if you're feeling stuck. You're not where you want to be in your work life and your financial life is being affected. I'm here to help you on that as well, so we'll take those calls. Let's get right to it. Ross is joining us now in Houston, Texas. Ross, how can we help? Hello. Hello, Ross. You're live on The Ramsey Show. What's up?
2: Awesome, awesome. How are y'all doing today?
0: Well, we're having a blast.
2: It's really good to get through to y'all. I have a, I've been trying for a couple months. But, um... Well,
0: today is your day. What is your question? <laughs> So, uh, we
2: kind of got in a predicament where my girlfriend got in a wreck not too long ago. Is she okay? A year ago. And yes, yeah, she was fine. She, uh, almost bit through her bottom lip, but she's doing good. All healed up and everything. Um, Ouch. but we ended up purchasing a vehicle after that, uh, out of spite. She went and got a challenger and then, uh, about six months later, we found out she's pregnant. So now we have another vehicle, and we just kept rolling bad equity in this one vehicle. And it is now has a loan for about thirty eight, thirty seven thousand dollars, and it's only worth about twenty, twenty two. Wow. Um, it's got a six hundred sixty four dollar payment per month on it, and then uh, I also downsized from a truck to a smaller vehicle and got a loan on it, like a smart person and um uh it's uh got a note for 405 407 per month and i was just wondering uh like what y'all would do well i have an idea of what y'all would do but um more of the question is how can i get my girlfriend on board to sell this car if not both cars
1: okay how much is it
2: lower our notes
1: yes okay ross um how much do you owe on your truck
2: uh, I do not have a truck anymore. I downsized to a car.
1: Okay, and and how much is is on that car then? Uh,
2: twenty one, twenty two thousand dollars. Okay, perfect.
1: Um, how much does she make a year?
2: Um, I don't know the exact on both, but I know our total together because I put, I have the every every dollar app, so um, it just shows a total of what our annual income would be, and it's sixty four, and that divvies down to about. That five five grand a month. Okay. Um, well,
0: hold on. We can answer Rachel's question. What do you make out of the sixty four? What do you make?
2: Uh, I make around thirty six. Okay. Okay.
0: So you guys are essentially making about the same amount of money. Correct. Yes. And, uh, and I have a quick question for Rachel. It's, I'm going to ask him, but this is for you because you're walking through this. I'm just curious. You want the question is how do we get her on board? But you said that she got in a car accident and then she bought a, I think you said a Dodge. Well, he
1: said we bought a Dodge. I just want to make sure Ross's number is, I want to make sure your name, Ross, is not on her car. That too.
0: But I also want to know what it means by we did it out of spite because I want to know where her head's at on this whole situation.
2: Well, she got, she wrecked into a guardrail and then she didn't want to have to pay for the damages. So she just thought about getting a branded vehicle. And it wasn't it wasn't brand new; it was used, but okay. it was new to her. And okay, then, so that um, helps me with so her she, mindset
0: on all this.
1: Okay, um, wow. Ross is your name on her car? The newest
2: one, yes.
1: Okay, oh, all right, boy. Ross. So let's just have like a high picture chat here for a second, um, because your whole language you're acting like you're married. Okay, your names are on each other's debts. You're combining income and all of it, and what the the what what can happen very quickly because we talk to people all the time on the show Ross sadly is that you have there's there's no legal binding like when like if you guys were legally married then the risk then is you know it's it's somewhat mitigated because if a divorce happens or there's separation right there there's legal action that can be taken none of that can be taken in this situation and so I want you to be very cautious and I know you guys have a baby together and all of it I mean you're acting like you're married so so you, you have to be so careful financially, Ross, so careful. And I would recommend keeping everything separate because you are not legally married and this ends up becoming a complete mm-hmm. mess. And so are you going to get married? Do you think that, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm hoping she's the one you guys are doing life together. you you have a baby together, like is marriage yeah, in the picture. So,
2: um, the, the, the bad thing is we don't have enough money saved up to have a wedding. So, nope, um, different question
1: ross you can get a marriage license down at the courthouse right like
2: i want to i want to do i do want to get married but uh the stipulation is a wedding and because i've already gave like the the jp office you know run at it and it was not taken very well how old are you guys (laughs) uh i'm i'm 21 and she is uh about to be 23 okay okay so
0: stipulation. She has laid Which, a stipulation. She's twenty
1: three. She wants her wedding. She's a twenty three year old girl. I mean, this is.
0: I get that's it. That's not
1: surprising I, me. I
0: get it, but it's not what it's needs not to good. happen. No,
1: it doesn't. You're right, and I, and this is not me rushing you. If you guys don't need to get married, you don't need to get married. But I don't want you to keep playing like you're married, especially with money. So, Ross. Oh man. Okay. So
0: the what, question is, how does he get, get her out. on board? I want to know your take on this because you do have a female point of view too. She likes the car she is pregnant, or is the baby already here? Uh, yes, he is eight months old. Oh, he's eight months as old. As so a she's a new mom, she likes the car, and you have brought up the idea of selling it, and she didn't like that at all? Uh, correct. Did you tell her why you think you should sell it?
2: Um, I told her that we could... All she sees is the money on top, so we're not going to be making any money off of it. So she sees a vehicle that we're going to have to pay on, even though we don't have the nice vehicle. Right. Yeah.
1: But also, you'd be, you know, paying on... Be
2: on the track to paying off debt very quickly. Because, like, I did it, and with the little amount that we saved, the most we saved on a mo- single month was $800, and we threw that to the smallest loan, which is my car loan, to try to do the debt snowball and uh it just it fluctuates so much especially yeah. with our son because he has like he's going to have some surgeries coming up because he's got to get tubes put in his ear and it just fluctuates when you have a baby so sometimes we save six hundred dollars sometimes yeah. that's spent in totally and you know yeah yes it's, it's so,
1: well let me just say this that's, that's
2: the kind of predicament.
1: For sure. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys have, gosh, you know, 58,000, close to what you make in a year in car loans, and it's just too much Ross. You guys can't afford these cars. So if you're underwater on the first one, I would probably sell it. I think I'd rather have $15,000 loan with a, you know, a beater car uh, than a $37,000 mm-hmm. loan making what you guys make. And then with your car, Ross, I mean, 21,000 and you're making 36,000. You don't, you can't afford these cars. So you're gonna have to sell them get some beaters, take a loan out for the difference. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be uncomfortable. But from a financial standpoint, that's what the numbers show me.
0: Ross, you got to show her the monthly savings, how you get out. Get in the details, cast vision. It's the only way you're going to get her on board. This is The Ramsey Show. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear, and that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Cullen. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz. And we are here for you this hour. The phone number is toll-free. You can jump in at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. The question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services, the 19 home service brands nationwide. The network of local service pros on Neighborly.com can help you with just about anything you need in and around your home. Incidentally, neighborly was 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 founded to solve problems like ken coleman because i can't do anything I you can't. and
1: george camel are yeah. like a two peas in a pod we are neighborly
0: to, prime customers our poor wives we can't do anything do you know do
1: You know. george on this show said something about um table saws and he's like i mean you guys go spend a thousand dollars on table saws he got lit up because everyone's like oh I'm they're sure. like a hundred to two hundred and he yeah. thinks they're like twelve hundred <laughs> yeah right
0: right right well you know again i'm not even sure he knows what a table saw yeah. is he just heard it <laughs> or and a circular it. saw or yeah something he has no curious. idea but nonetheless uh Ooh. if you're like me Please visit Neighborly.com slash Ramsey to find out more and improve your marriage.
1: All right, today's question, it's a long one. Get ready, everyone. Oh, it is. Buckle up. We got Barry in New Jersey. Is my wife a princess, or do I need an attitude change?
0: Yes, and yes. All right, let's get next all their question. N- their
1: numbers. We have followed your baby steps and are debt free, but the house. Our mm-hmm. net worth is one point six million. We owe eighty thousand on the house. It's worth seven hundred thousand. We're fifty years old. My income's $125,000 every year. Early in our marriage, my wife made over a hundred thousand, but we had two kids. And later we had two more. We made the decision for her to be home and homeschool the kids all the way through high school. Huge sacrifice. Both agreed it was best for our family. Now, fast forward 20 years. The kids are grown. We're doing well. Our lives and our marriage are great. But my wife is still not working. I have asked her to just work to knock out the mortgage to take that off my back and to help us build a gap fund so I can retire a little early. She has shown little effort at finding something and is not super motivated. Uh, We make plenty to live on, but I've noticed some of our budget drift as she has more time on her hands and isn't needing to spend devoted time to our kids with schooling. Is she a princess for not wanting to go back to work or do I just need to suck it up and change my attitude and be grateful for the fact that she doesn't have to work? I know my knee jerk.
0: (laughs) I want you to go first because I have a very clear answer
1: uh i think he needs an attitude change i don't think she's being a princess she worked hard Mm -hmm. with the kids she's a stay-at-home now wife he's doing fine financially they got 80k on the house they're gonna pay it off she's 50 plus years old Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's enjoying her life
0: i agree but (laughs) but
1: i'm not mad at her
0: i'm not either but what do you say in fact i'm gonna stay out of this and just ask a question (laughs) Let's say that uh, Barry's wife, her name is Mary, just for fun. Okay. And let's say you and Mary go to tea or whatever you would do. And, <laughs> and, and she says, my husband Barry has asked me to go back to work. It's the same scenario. Sure. And she says to you, we're fine. All the things you just said. Yeah. But I understand he wants to knock it out. Blah, 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 blah. These are, he wants me to go back to work and I just don't want to. What should I say to him? How should we handle this? What would your advice be to your friend Mary about her husband, Barry?
1: <laughs> Mary and Barry. Uh, I would say, I can understand where he's coming from. I can see more for him wanting to retire early mm-hmm. and wanting to get out of yeah. the work and stuff. I see that more plausible and understandable for some reason than even the house. I know,
0: but what do um, you say to her? Because he's clearly brought this up to her. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she's would, not moving fast so enough. So I would,
1: I would ask her... Uh, what is it that keeps you from not working? Yes. Meaning like, is it that you don't have a thing that you're passionate about that you want to do? Is it that you just logically have come to a conclusion that y'all are going to be fine? Like you're going to pay off the house soon. Yeah. He will retire at a decent age. There's no need for this urgency Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. in our lives. Um, So I would ask her those questions and then I would have her, I would, I would want her to ask him, you know, Hey, what, what's really like, what, what is going on? What's more pressing? Mm -hmm do you get frustrated that I'm just home? Mm-hmm. Is that bother you? Ooh. Do you think I'm... Like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. really know because some resentment could be building on his yeah, end. Yeah, could it
0: be the budget drift? So he's like, if she works, then she's going to keep yeah. her, you know, Yeah, and she can't
1: like... And obviously... She can't go and just do whatever she wants. Like, we have to have yeah. limits and boundaries in life. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like she's out of control. No, not at all. And if they had two car payments and $15,000 of credit card debt, she's she got yeah. she has to get back to work.
0: All right, so but I the, want you to keep on this, because you're getting us there. But let me inj- interject on behalf of Well, you Barry. get us there.
1: Do you know? Do you know where we're
0: going? Well, it's- I... Yeah, but where you were going, I wanted okay. you to tell us what you would tell okay, her because that's what I, think I would tell her. This is a getting on the same page. You're great at that. I would you're ask you. You're very her, intentional in your life with Winston. And so here's my only take. Yeah. I think he sees her as potential income. And he's got some stress and he's got some urgency over a goal. And he look he's looking at her, in this case wrongly. Sure. If Barry were with me, yeah, i go no, I'm here. I understand what you see. Yeah. You see potential income that's not being maxed out, and you're going, Come on, babe. Yeah. That's what I think he's feeling. I, and, so and then, I, how and does she? That. That's what I'm. So I just wanted to throw that in there.
1: Yeah. So no, what good. would you
0: tell her? Because there's some stress on his end.
1: Uh there is, and I just wonder on her end. Hey, is is there other ways that I can help contribute to lowering that stress with me not having to go back to work? Like, would it make you feel better? And and if we agreed on a budget, and I actually stuck to my word, right? Because if mm-hmm. the budget's adrift, then there mm-hmm. is a level of like someone's not keeping their word, which mm-hmm cannot it's not great um so I would have those conversations but I also think that there's like a, a reasonableness for him to see yeah y'all are you guys are doing fine
3: yeah
0: well if anytime someone mentions twice the same phrase is she a princess me thinks that Barry thinks that she's a princess and yes. what he means by that is not the compliment it's no. like you got it good babe I've been out busting it yes you did your part. so I yeah I would say to Barry hey dude I'm guessing there's already been a lot of tension around this, and you yeah. got to change your tenor and how yes. you're going at this. Because yes. if you're asking us twice, and, you, and a thing that you know may get read on the air, is she a princess? That tells me you are feeling some resentment towards her. Yes. That's got to get and fixed, and
1: that's that's more of the underlying issue. And I do think sometimes spouses, because our spouse is the closest person in our lives, they are the ones that we can just kind of like, yeah, you know, say it all, give it all, whatever. Um, but I do think the intentionality and you're great at this, Ken, asking questions. I think in and Winston, and I've kind of gotten in this rhythm too. instead of just say, of telling, right, mm-hmm. you do that. I want yeah. you to do Asking questions, mm-hmm. actually get to know your spouse on that level of what, what's really going on. And that takes some intentionality. Uh, but I think getting to the root of all of this is key. The root for her. Yeah. Why does she not want to stick to the budget? The root for her? Why does she not want to go back to work? Like, like what, what's going on within her? Yep. And then for him too, what, what is going on? I love that him? you
0: bring this up because we know there's all kinds of tension around money issues. This is a really great conversation. One of the things I learned from a coach years ago that I was getting trained by as I was getting into this type of work where I get to coach people, they told me to always ask what questions, not why mm-hmm. questions. You hear this in a lot of therapy. Like if you're yep. doing marriage counseling, yep. a good therapist. Uh, we, we have a mutual friend who we did some work with, both of us yes. uh, individually, and it was like don't ask why questions, ask what. So in this case, Barry needs to get to a question where he goes, I've I've mentioned to you that you could work. Um, what is keeping you from pursuing this? Mm-hmm. What are you concerned about? What are and allow her to share her voice. Yes, and not be defensive because it's like why haven't you applied for something? Yikes! Right, right. She's immediately right. on the defensive. Yes, and unable to do anything but defend herself.
1: Yeah, the finger pointing doesn't get anyone anywhere. Yeah,
0: that's right. And that's
1: and that is hard. So. Yeah, and, and usually too, I have found in life in yeah. <laughs> you know, all my years. It's there's usually a balance. There right? is. She's probably not a full blown crazy princess over here. Oh no. But could She's there be not. some time you know, could there be some things yeah. here and there that she could do yeah. to help it relieve some stress? Sure. Yeah. And for him, right? Like I think there's always this like there's, my a, guy there's Barry, usually a middle ground. My
0: guy Barry, he's a little uptight. And so a little advice to Barry is, hey, you know what? Why don't you go take on a second job? Go, go enjoy your life no and, I'm gonna tell him to go pick up and she's like and so Mary's like well Barry why aren't you home he's like well oh, I just really want to knock this out and then she starts to go well why do you feel the need to do this yeah that could be a little a little, uh, little passive aggressive way to aggressive. do it <laughs> I was but it's better than what he's doing now by email oh, on the second man. largest radio show in the country and asking is my wife a princess I by the know. way I don't know if her name is Mary I just think it'd be really cool if Barry's wife was Mary, Mary. Barry and Mary. Can you imagine? Ladies and gentlemen, I introduced to you Mr. and Mrs. Barry and Mary. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know, folks. The drugs are kicking in. They'll be ready <laughs> by we get when we get back from the commercial break. It's ADHD. It's a real thing, folks. The struggle's real. This is the Ramsey show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. And we are taking your calls on your money, your work, and your relationships. 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. Grand Rapids, Michigan is where Ethan is. Ethan, how can we help? Hi, how are you? Good, sir. What's going on?
4: Hi. Uh, um. So I am a 22-year-old college senior. Um, I'm looking to propose to my girlfriend in the next couple months, but when Ooh. we get married, she'll have about $70,000 of student debt. Yeah. And so I was just curious on some ways to best prepare myself to take on that debt when we get married in a year-ish.
0: Well, we start with a stiff drink and <laughs> then we get, no, I'm kidding. That's terrible advice. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Just making sure everybody's paying have attention. Have a little
1: cocktail and you're all good.
0: No. <laughs> I mean, we've got the baby steps, but they usually work better when you're inheriting debt with a stiff drink. Uh, so you have no debt at all? Nope, I don't. Okay, all yeah, right. So it, tell us emotionally where you are. I would just love to know this, like, because you're calling to ask this question. How how is it hitting you, knowing that you're going to marry this gal, and you're starting with seventy grand in debt?
4: Um, a little w- because I don't have any debt. A little uneasy. Um, we're also moving to Iowa. I took a job out there for after I graduate. Um, what are you going to so, be making? Kind of a, um. Pre-tax, I'll be making $69,000 post-tax with a 5% contribution to a 401k, about fifty-five.
0: And does she expect to work as well?
4: Yes. She has one more semester of college, and then she'll be um, getting a full-time job. In what field? She has a business degree. Um, she's not exactly sure what field she likes to get into, though.
0: Okay. So what so would you... So a
4: starting
1: salary. Of yeah.
0: What do you think? 35 40?
1: 40 $40,000? 40-ish?
4: Yeah, probably in the in the 40-ish range.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. I
0: wanted to give Rachel those numbers because she'll walk you through what you're going to do here, but this is doable.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, okay. And I'm assuming the debt is student loans, correct? Yes,
0: only yeah. student loans. Okay,
1: yeah. So here's like if there is a, you know, the positive side to this, Ethan, for me, because going into a relationship, we talk about this a lot with couples that are seriously dating or engaged, entering marriage, that the money conversation needs to be had. And obviously, you guys have had that. You know what her debt is And I think the most Important part Where my uneasiness Would be Not really Is the dollars Because it's going To be a journey Y'all will get out of debt And we can look At the numbers In a second Um, But I think Where my uneasiness Would be Is where her value Is when it comes To money When it comes to debt Right So if you told me It was $70,000 Half in a car loan Half in credit card debt Because she just loves To go and shop And do whatever She wants to do Regardless of what Money is Like that's not her Right That that would Tend to feel like Okay we have A behavior issue there that could probably you know create a lot of conflict in marriage let's talk about that but this is student loan debt and it is what it is you know what i'm saying so like the the, even the types the type of debt is different so from a value standpoint um relationally i think i would have a little bit of peace of just like okay this isn't a behavior problem per se and just making sure that you guys are on the same page with debt like never again we're not we're not going to use debt going forward so that's more of like that that baseline to get to. And then when you look at the numbers Ethan, um I would not contribute to your 401k. I would put that 5% back in your paycheck to put towards the 70,000. So I would do nothing. I would I would literally do nothing with my income except pay for necessities because you guys are in college so I want you to keep living like you're in college. Keep living like broke college students for a few years where you just got your okay. your rent uh, cause I don't want you to buy a house. So rent somewhere you guys, yep. you know, eat cheap, no vacations. I mean, you guys are really going to buckle down, probably work a side hustle or two, uh, work weekends, like do some things you guys have to do because, um, the good thing is too, in Iowa, like you're not moving to, to the Bay area or Miami or, you know, some like high cost mm-hmm. of living area. Um, so for yeah. you guys yeah. together, I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you're making one ten together, um, you know, you guys could you you really could knock this out in two years, Ethan. I mean, like mm-hmm. you guys could really say together, "Hey, we're gonna live on we're gonna live on 50 and you could get this seventy paid off in eighteen months. Absolutely so.
0: right. I, the way I like to look at things like this, because I know it's really scary, Ethan, is let's say you do what Rachel said and we try to knock it out in two years. That is three thousand dollars a month. So between the two of you, with no kids, maybe you're working a second job. And you're living like college students, as Rachel said. Could you put three thousand dollars a month towards the debt? If he can't, that's okay. But three thousand dollars a month towards the debt, you're out in two years. I mean, excuse me, you're out in uh, yeah, that's exactly right. So, so y- it's, it's it's can we get this done? The answer is unequivocally yes. Yes. The the, the question then okay. is how quickly is she on board? By the way, with getting after it,
4: I've mentioned to her that I'd like to pay it off as quickly as possible, um, and kind of have a tight budget and things like that. How we did had she react? We sat down and created a budget or anything like that. Um, she was a little uneasy about it, but I think she saw the value in it.
0: Well, so the next step is, mm-hmm. and again... You guys need to do this together. Yeah, you guys are going to sit down and go, if we make this... And we start laying this out. If we put two thousand a month toward it, that's twenty four thousand a year. So that's going to take us three. You know, you just have to get real with the numbers. It is intimidating for anybody when you show up and you go, "Hey, babe, I want to knock the seventy grand out as fast as possible." You didn't tell her how. You know, yeah, Yeah,
1: it can feel overwhelming. It's just like, whoa, yeah, you know, yep. Yeah, so yeah, y'all sit down, run the numbers and look at it. And and here's the deal, Ethan. like, and you can't force this upon her. There's so many questions of like, how do I get my spouse on board? I'm like, at the end of the day, they're an individual person. Like, they're going to have to decide. But my encouragement, so if she listens to this call, my encouragement would be the tighter you guys could lock arms and be such a unified force mm-hmm. against the 70,000, the faster you do it, Ethan, y'all are going to be 24 years old, two years into marriage, no debt, have an incredible way of how wow. you set your life up, and you get to continue on, right? I'm like, there, there's such an upside to it, and I think you'll see the the benefit not only mm-hmm. relationally when you do that, but also financially. But it but it does take both to kind of lock arms and say, we're doing this, and 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 I'll stress this, and I always hate to put like an age of like, well, y'all are young, so it's easier. Because I know life is hard for everyone, right, at different sure. stages. But I think it is easier now, Ethan, than having kids okay. and one of y'all oh, like sure. having to figure out like childcare and all. I mean like there's so many other dynamics that mm-hmm. start to happen in life you guys are at the prime the prime just to do it just to do it and all your friends are getting their new jobs like nobody you know it's just yep. if you're going to sacrifice the time this is this is literally the perfect yes. time to do it
0: and please hear what she said rent like don't buy a house don't buy new cars I know you're going to be adulting you guys are going to be doing pretty well financially but getting through this debt and getting an emergency fund before you start to really get to the next phase of life, Rachel, could not be any more correct, Ethan. It's worth it. But you're going to have to cast a vision, you know. Don't tell her what we're doing. Tell her what you want to do, mm-hmm. why you want to do it, and then you better be able to show her how.
1: And and hold on the line, Ethan, because we'll pick up and give you guys Financial Peace University. This is our nine-lesson course and Every Dollar Premium. So just to give you some tools to to walk through together. So you guys watch these videos together. It's a very romantic date night instead of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Watch Financial Peace University. Mm-hmm. But, but start these conversations. Sit down and do a mock budget of like, hey, let's just dream. Winston and I do this. We're like, let's just dream for a second. Mm-hmm. Once you're out of school and we're both working, like what? because honestly you feel rich like i remember when winston and i when we graduated college oh, sure. and got our first full-time jobs you're like yeah. oh, what like this is yeah this is amazing we both made like 42 grand like right. you know what i mean like it wasn't like we made a lot It's a but lot
0: of money combined it does
1: so and start to kind of feel yeah. those numbers and just see where you guys are going when you can paint that picture as clearly as possible it makes it you know it makes it realistic it makes it fun it makes it doable all of it but yeah. um but yeah, but we're excited for you. Yeah. Congrats too yeah. on the how confident are you that she's
0: gonna say yes when you pop the question? Ninety nine percent.
1: Oh, I thought y'all were already engaged. My bad. Sorry. I thought no, y'all were...
0: that's why I asked nope, the question. No, nope, not not yet. He's ninety nine percent sure. Uh, I'd like yeah. to work on that one percent. I, I don't would, know what's no, gonna be. But there. I feel
1: like that's a great. <laughs> would you ever go into a proposal if you feel less than ninety nine percent?
0: No, I personally can't deal with rejection, so I'd have to have, I'd have to be, it'd have to be a lock. And the way he said it it was kind Uh, of like ninety nine percent. I don't know, man. I'd work on that a little bit. Slow down on the debt talk. Uh, Whoa, whoa. Uh, One, one uh, more quick question that I do have. Okay, super fast. We got thirty seconds.
4: Um, Go. All right. While in this time, after I graduate, until we get married, should I be? saving up money to make a lump sum contribution yes to her debt, yes, right? yes. 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 Wait, don't pay okay. on
1: anything on our debt until you're legally married once you guys are married take yeah. your lump sum throw it at the student loan debt great question
5: good
4: great
0: question. question all right ethan we're rooting for you buddy put a ring on it better be a romantic proposal if it's 99 percent, we got to go extra on the romantic ask you know you need that extra emotion to get that one percent in there i'm just telling you this is advice he didn't call for but i had to give him this is the ramsey show
6: I saw some recent financial statistics and there was some pretty troubling news.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me, and we are here to help you win in your money life, also your work life, and in your relationships, money, work, and relationships. They all uh, have a way of just kind of fitting together when things are working and opposing each other when things are not. And speaking of money, uh, we found at Ramsey that if you're going to win in money, no matter what baby step you're on, the budget it's it's the thing that powers everything. It's, as John Maxwell once said, it's a budget is telling your money where to go. And to that end, Rachel, we've got some incredible stuff we're doing. You are going to be offering something that's kind of fun that will help people if they feel like Oh, I get it. It makes sense, but I'm just—I'm not good at it. I'm scared of it. Yeah. Whatever it is, tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So we're—we've been doing these every dollar webinars, um, and thousands of like six to eight thousand people sign up for each one, which is just incredible. So uh, I have one that I'm hosting on Monday at eleven thirty Central Time. So if you go to everydollar.com slash budgeting, uh, you can sign up there, or you can sign up and we can send you the recording after. But we really want to walk people through how to do a budget on a very tactical standpoint, because there's a lot of people that push against the idea of budgeting. So we'll mm-hmm. kind of like go through some of those sure. um, pushbacks, but then also walk through, hey, here's what it looks like to budget. And here's the benefits of it. We do some live Q&A, so we answer questions, but it's about an hour long. It's free. It's really helpful. So again, if you're new to budgeting or have questions or just want to hang out on Monday at 1130 Central Time, go to everydollar.com budgeting.
0: And there it is. All right, let's get to the phones. Hartford, Connecticut is where George is hanging out. George, how can we help?
7: Hey, how are you doing, Ken and Rachel? Um, so um, I, you know, consider me and my wife uh, right now pretty well off. But however, you know, with the economy in today's stage, I'm being a very frugal person or someone call it being cheap. <laughs> um, you no know, my wife is the kind of person where she would prefer to take a big vacation every year. Uh, when I say big vacation, we're talking about probably like six, $7,000. Um, and I'm the kind of person, you know, I can go 10, 15 years without taking a vacation. Right. So, and I just want to know in my financial state right now, can't should I be able to, or should I be a little loose with my, um, on my money, or should I keep the way I have been doing it? Sure. Okay, Uh, a couple quick questions for us. So,
0: yeah, so you said you guys are well off. What does that mean? Give us your financial picture.
7: Okay, so I wrote down some of the numbers. So right now we have a combined income of $210,000. Mind you, that's in Connecticut. And um, we have a combined of uh, retirement savings that's between 401k and Roth Roth uh, IRA between the two of us of $315,000. Um, I also have a $10,000 529 uh, educational saving account for my children. Mm-hmm. Um, what else?
1: How much do you guys make a year?
7: Uh two hundred ten
0: between the two of us. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: I did write that down. I apologize.
0: So yeah. you've been doing these uh, $6,000 to $7,000 summer vacations, yes? Or she wants to start doing them? So we did
7: one uh, last year and I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm absolutely hooked, right? I wanted, I want to go back. Uh, but then I wake up from reality, like, oh, I can't do this. You know, I need to keep saving my money because you know, eventually we want to buy a bigger house. You yeah. Know, and uh, do you
1: guys, what do so, you guys owe on your current house?
7: Uh, I owe 110,000.
1: Okay. And how, what other debt do you have?
7: I have zero debt.
1: Okay. What kind of money do you guys have saved that's non-retirement? Uh,
7: I have $60,000 in CD right now, and I have 20, 25000 cash in my bank right now.
0: Okay. How long does it take you to save up for the six dollars to $7,000 vacation that you said you could do without, but now you're hooked? George, oh, how long I'm, does it take you to I, save I, up to $7,000? you are a budget guy, man. You're all over it. Yeah.
7: How long? So if I if I want to save it, if I'm put all my mind and effort to it, I can save up, you know, in maybe three months.
0: Right. And what's the benefit, George, of taking your wife and the kids on the six to seven thousand dollars vacation? That, by the way, you're hooked on.
7: Well, so the thing is, right? I'm, I'm, um, you know, I'm no problem taking it. But what if, right? There's a lot of what if. You didn't you answer
0: my question. What are the benefits yes. of taking your wife and kids on this six to seven thousand dollar vacation that you can easily cash flow and save up for in a three month period? What are the benefits? You know, happy wife, happy life. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, not to mention, you said you were hooked on it, George. It's good. It's good for everybody. Now, take me to the worst case scenario that this six to seven thousand dollars, and I want to stay with this number, Rachel, because that's the number you've given yeah. us, George. Give me yeah. this the the thing that you're so worried about happening, where the six to seven thousand you're spending on the vacay puts you in a bad spot.
7: Well, like I, I'm trying to say, right? I, I'm currently we are saving. Um, to buy a bigger house, right? Uh, we are trying to actually move to a different state to, you know, buy a bigger and nicer, much nicer house. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know,
0: what's we, your goal? I want
7: to make sure I have not What's your what's goal?
0: What's, so you're not answering my question, George. You're like a politician yeah. on a Sunday morning show, so I'm going to act like the host. <laughs> oh my gosh. So listen, listen, I'm trying to get you somewhere, okay? So how much yeah, are you yeah, trying yeah. to save every year to get into the new house? What's the goal? Because I know you know it. What is it? I wanna
7: say somewhere between forty to fifty thousand dollars every year,
0: all right, so am I understanding that you wanna save forty to fifty thousand every year? Am I understanding that you can't hit that number forty being the low number because you're spending six to seven on the vacation?
7: <sighs> oh man. This is not a result I was hoping
0: for. <laughs> uh, what it means yeah. is I got you, because what I think I hear yeah. you say is you can save the 40 to 50 a year and cash flow the vacation. Am I right, George?
1: Aloha, George. Go. Wow, well, yeah. wow,
0: well, well, You know, my wife, my wife standing
7: next to me. Good. My, Tell
1: her. What's her name? What's her name?
7: Is she listening? She She is. She's, What's her name? Uh, you know, obvious. Uh, Mary.
1: Mary! You're going on vacation! Mary! <laughs> Rachel and
0: Kim say you are going on vacation every year you know
7: I was I was hoping that you guys gonna take my side and be like yeah, you know you should do you know
0: George, every five years. George we listen, actually did take your side
1: you can do both is what Ken's saying
0: yeah you get to go on vacation and George. also
1: George and here's the thing okay and I think I could I could get a little bit more on George's side I could like empathize with you a little bit more if george you're like hey here's our goal here's this we could be in two years earlier and she really wants this she wants both like we're trying to really reconcile the the main the main reason you said to kim when he first asked you is why he says what if something happens what if the world go and that's like that hasn't happened george you're living in a fear that has not happened if that's the reality then Mm. we will change it and we probably won't go on the Six to seven thousand dollar trip that year because
0: the world has doing. collapsed. No, if the world's going to hell in a handbasket, I'm going, going on, on a vacation.
5: I tell you right now,
0: I'm gonna be on the beach when it all goes down. All right, that's how I'm going. So, yeah, rolling. George,
1: if the worst case scenario happens, pulling uh-huh. back your lifestyle may be a reality, and that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people find. You guys have gotten out of debt, you have your emergency fund, you make a great income, you have savings and retire, like you're doing everything right and you have the yeah. ability there is margin yes. there for you guys to enjoy your life george you have to enjoy your life
0: mary is mary guess, right there george is mary still there
7: no she actually just loved oh, went through a, a meeting but, i was um, going
0: to ask mary uh, where guess, you guys uh, are going this year <laughs>
7: well, actually we're going to uh cancun mexico last year and then i'm just absolutely hooked um one thing i was i was want to say is i think uh what it is is the lifestyle i grew up with right i grew up poor that's right Um, that's right right in my family i never went on vacation in fact we barely lost Mm -hmm. the state at all right um so you know i still buy my clothes from goodwill if i buy clothes
0: right and um I'm you know, gonna take you on weird. a shopping trip, George. You and me, pal. <laughs> yeah. J. Crew, it's gonna right. be great.
1: I know, but that's a legitimate thing, George. We do find that. You talk about yeah. that. You wrote a book in about money book, styles. Yes, know yourself, know your money. And you go back to childhood, so much of how we're shaped, mm-hmm. our fears, our dreams, all of that is because of the emotional state or the true financial state of our household growing up. So it's very real that fear, but it's not the it's not reality, George. So you're not you're not that little boy anymore living in that scenario. You're a grown man who's done really well with your family, and that's the state you have to live in.
0: Speaking of states, wherever you go on vacation, George, we'd like you to send us a postcard from you and Mary to Rachel and I. Uh, Ramsey Solutions, care of Rachel Cruz, and Coleman. We'd love to see your postcard. It's going to be great. This is The Ramsey Show. <laughs> live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life, specifically in your money life, your work life, and in your relationship life. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. It's a toll-free number, not toll-free. Toll-free, actually. Made up a word there. It's always fun it. when you're in a hurry life. Toll-free, 888-825-5225. Well, to- I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz is about to make fun of me. Go ahead.
1: Well, toll-free, I feel like that's like what we used to hear. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, like on it's a, TV, it's a, when it was like a call it's true. for this I'm product, an old, I'm an old radio guy. There's a yeah, the internet was there.
0: Everybody pretty much knows is toll free. You're gonna give us a PO box to write to, you, Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And make sure you go to www. if you're a new listener. We've got our uh, a new listener survey that'll help you catch up. Remember that's www. dot. <laughs> Just kidding. AOL keyword Ramsey. AOL. AOL. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. I think it's an old radio hat. Toll free. Nobody <laughs> even knows what that means. What is that? Do I have to pay a toll to call?
1: I know. Ken. It means
0: it's a free call. It's just
1: Grandpa can. All wow. right.
0: Have you had enough? Let's see
1: if Shelby. This
0: are you is, Are you feel good about yourself? I feel
1: good. I feel good, Grandpa. All right. We'll, good. We'll move on. Thank
0: you very much. Uh, Shelby is on the line <laughs> in Sacramento. Shelby, how can we help?
1: Hi, um, thanks
8: for taking my call. Sure. Um, so my question is about when do you decide to put paying debt on the back burner, I guess? Um, I have a lifestyle right now that's completely unsustainable. I have a three-month-old and a 15-month-old. I have no child care, and I am also working part-time 25 hours per a week from home. And balancing those two things has been impossible. And um, currently, my kids are really suffering honestly sorry um because my job is so demanding Mm -hmm. that i'm really not there for that the way i want to be and i want to leave my job but my job is paying for our debt repayment you know almost in full um and so if i were to quit my job and be at home with my kids full time um it would significantly delay our ability to pay off our debt and so i'm kind of just i feel kind of trapped one way or another
0: okay well Rachel, will walk you through the numbers on this, but I, but you guys can still get through this, but you can't get through it period. If you're burning out emotionally, I I know we can tell. And uh, I just wanted to tell you, you're enough. You're doing fine. You're busting it. You guys will figure this out. Um, but, uh, there was a season of life where Stacy was, was working and to help bring in extra income. I was going for it and my income was, was much lower. I took a strategic sacrifice and we went through something similar like this and she was trying to help and which we had three kids under the age of three. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, you know, I I I was an idiot for not realizing it sooner. And I just said, hey, I'll make up the difference. But what matters right now is that you, the nerve center, the CEO, you know, the mama, the wife, you have gotta just be home taking care of the kiddos. So I certainly empathize with what you're feeling. I just wanna tell you you're not a bad mom. Those mm-hmm. kids are okay. You've not done any damage to them up to this mm-hmm. point. That's all I wanted to say.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. So good. Okay, so Shelby, what? Uh, how much are you bringing in with your job?
8: Um, I bring in about 2000 after taxes. But sometimes I work a little bit more, but
1: that's kind of the average right now. Okay, and what about your Fun. husband? Um, he brings home about 5200 Okay. And how much debt do you guys have?
8: We have $30,000. Um, it's just uh, two cars. I shouldn't say just. It's still thirty thousand in debt. Um, it was mm-hmm. two cars, um, and currently, if I were to continue working, we'd be able to pay off all of our debt in a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: curious, real quick. What does he do for a living?
8: He is a construction design manager. I'm so sorry. I don't know if you can hear my kids. But You're, fine. You're fine. You're um, fine. You're talking to two
0: people who have three kids each. We've been there. done It that. sounds like yeah. it's beautiful. Same place at our house yeah. all the time, so screaming and crying. You're fine. I love You're it. fine.
8: All the time. Yes. <laughs> all the time. Um, but so my husband is a. Um, Team lead, technically for a construction design company, um, he is in the process of requesting a raise, but it hasn't happened yet, and we're not sure if that's going to be possible.
0: Is he pretty handy, though?
8: Um, so he, uh, handy? No, so he does uh, computer work. He is not a construction guy. Oh. She's like, nope. Join nope. the club
0: because you're you're talking <laughs> to the chief non handy guy right here. I, I can barely change the toilet paper. You know, it's, uh, it's a, and I have yeah. to get instructions. Oh, out. I
8: I do my own oil changes. My husband can't. Oh, there you go. Well, Shelby. I would, hey,
0: Shelby, you're a really sweet lady. Shelby, please don't do you, tell anybody that again.
8: What do you do? <laughs> um, so I work for a nonprofit. Um, I'm the program manager, so I run day to day operations, and it is not what I want to be when I grow
1: up. Sure, sure. Okay, well, so the good thing is, I mean, the numbers are not crazy, Shelby. You guys don't have $200,000 of student loans, and it's going to take you eight years. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is doable. What you're saying is, like, instead of going, paying it off in a year, it may take two years because you have two little kids at home, and or, you guys are trying to figure out, or he goes.
0: I, I wonder, could he make $1,000 extra a month?
1: Yes, or could he do that?
0: 2000 If he makes $2,000, i am not putting this pressure on him, Rachel, but if he makes 2000 a month, through side hustles or something, then he fixes He's fine. this yeah. issue. Yeah, that he replaces your take home, so he needs to make two yeah. thousand after tax, and we don't miss a beat. Or and you're with the babies,
1: sh- or Shelby, with your administration skills, like you could do like be an online assistant for one person for. Twelve hours a week. There you go. You know, and it's something small, and yeah. you bring in half of what you're doing, just bring mm-hmm. in a thousand. And that he, would still be something. Yes, totally. And then he matches mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. then you guys do it, or you guys back it off a little bit and it's eighteen months till so you pay it off versus a year. Yeah. Like you're okay. Nothing is on fire here. And yes. we do celebrate the urgency of getting out of debt on the show. Like we mm-hmm. we love it because when people taste that freedom, they are like, they're all in, right? And for some people. It takes them longer because of income, because of stage of life. I mean, all of it, right? So this has to play with who you are. And if you're at this point where you're yeah. like, I don't like, I don't like I I I don't wanna do this all the time. Like I'm I'm exhausted. This is not fun. Mm-hmm. You know, there's gonna be points of that in sacrifice period. But for the long yeah. game, you don't want that for the long game. No. So so yeah, I mean, I would be great if you guys pulled back a little bit. Again, like Ken said, he if he could supplement something on the side just for like two nights a week. You do some assistant work, you know, be a virtual assistant, bring yeah. in a thousand a month or something. Like you guys could, you you're going to be able to get through this.
0: Are you guys just okay. curious? Are are the cars? Would you be upside down in the cars if you sold one or both? Or what's the That's situation? That's a good point too.
8: Yeah. So unfortunately, we we bought these cars when we were young and didn't know anything about money. So no we uh have negative equity in both of them. That's fine. Um, you're going to pay them off. Is Yeah, the plan is to pay them off and then sell one of them because we don't need two cars.
0: You're great. I can tell you right now, Shelby. I can sense a difference in your voice from the start of the call to now. Yeah, I I think you called asking for permission. You didn't need it, but you got to take care of you. And what's your husband saying?
1: What's he? What's he? What's
8: his
0: take on all
1: this? He he
8: agrees. Um, You know, I think he's really stressed about the amount of debt we have, but at the same time, I have I have a wonderful husband, and he really just he's a good dude. Yeah. To be okay. Yeah, me to be okay and the kids to be okay and hey, he know, can know, make more money. Been...
0: He can make more money. Yeah. And I'm telling him, Okay. You you go watch this on YouTube. Hey, listen, bro, you can make more money than you're making. I know you can. You guys got too much skill, too much experience. You can take this burden off your wife. It's gonna be a win for everybody. Uh but you guys are fine. And
1: it's for a year to eighteen yeah. months to twenty four months. This isn't forever. Yeah. Short time, short period.
0: I kinda miss the screaming baby face, just for about a second. Come then to I, my house, Ken. Then I get over it. This is The
3: Ramsey Show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. And one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life. Anything. I say this all the time. Secrets will kill you. But it's hard to know where to start When it comes to talking about scary, dark things, therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, America. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. The phone number is 888 888- 825 5225 825 5225 And we're taking your questions on your money and uh, work-related questions, feeling stuck, not sure what to do, want to get a promotion, I'm into baby steps. How do I balance all that? Love to take those questions as well. Let's go to Cheyenne. Love that name. Nashville, Tennessee. Cheyenne, how can we help?
9: Hey, guys. Thank you for accepting my call. So today I was just calling because... First, I just want to start, we started the baby steps in December of 2021, so we have no outstanding or anything besides our house. We have 59,000 left. Um, I'm 21, my husband is 22, and I was just kind of wondering when we should start having kids. I'm ready now, but my husband wants to wait until... We get a couple more things done on the house, just try to wrap things up. He also wants to be more financially stable, but my opinion, I mean, we're financially stable. I mean, you know what I mean?
0: Well, it sounds like you're stable. What's your combined income?
9: Um, our combined income, we make about 5600 hey Cheyenne. hey, Cheyenne, are you
0: inside of a tunnel by any chance? <laughs> we're having a real no, hard time no. hearing you.
9: No, can you. I'm so sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, perfect.
0: Maybe stand completely still and talk <laughs> okay. like a ventriloquist to see if we can get that through. So, what is your combined income?
9: Um, well, I don't have it all, but I know that we make about five thousand or five thousand six hundred a month.
0: Okay, and you're both working, correct?
9: We are. My husband makes seventeen dollars an hour, and I make thirteen. But we're kind of working on. Also, me changing, like, career paths. Right now, I'm a dental assistant, and he works on sewer lines and sewer mains and stuff.
0: So <laughs> what are you wanting to transition to?
9: Something that's more, I don't know, like office work or something. I don't really
0: have a set. Okay. And did I hear you say you guys owe 59000 on the house? You have nothing, yes. nothing other than that? That's the only debt?
9: Nothing other than that. We'll see Dave Ramsey. And hopefully, by the five we're 30 oh, i love we'll have it. our house paid off
0: and can i presume that you have a fully funded emergency fund
9: we do we have three months of us if we don't work it's funded we have twenty thousand in there right now
0: let me Good say for this you guys. i understand <laughs> your your hubs i mean he's scared you guys are really yeah, young that. by the way so i get the provider gland but i'm going to defer to my friend over here the mama the wife
1: when do I you think, tell them when to have kids?
0: Well, no, it's not your responsibility to tell them when, but what do you think? That, what do you think? Because um, I, I think I, you guys decide the, what is it. what is it he's worried about.
1: Yeah, well, and also, Cheyenne, we never, and you can tell your husband this, when it comes to kids or getting married, we never tell people you need to be in a certain financial spot. So even if you guys had $30,000 student loans... And you wanted to have a baby, like we would tell you like to mo- go on with your life, like financially, mm-hmm. is it going to be more stressful there? Sure. But we, I would never not, I would never say not to have kids or not to get married because of financial reasons. I think that you can work all of that out because honestly, there's never a good time. I'm like, you could continue yeah. to push that so downward. True. Um So yeah, so my, I mean, I, I guess it would be understanding for you, you know, what's, what's causing you to want to have kids now? Like, what is that in you for him? What really is the root of is it the remodel or is he thinking, oh, my gosh, I, I'm going to be married three years without kids and enjoy life. And, you know, like which are both fine answers. But I think it's more getting down to the motivation and like what the why behind wanting to have kids right now.
9: Yeah. So I do want to add that we've been married. We got married in tw- August of 2020. So we have been married for a little bit. We got married young, but that does we act like an old married couple. I appreciate that. I, listen, I just think this is. Yeah.
0: Listen, you. Here's the deal. I don't care what the issue is. You want it. He doesn't right now.
9: Yeah, that's it. And I really so, think it's because he's scared. hundred percent. I don't think it has anything to do with financial. Like,
0: it has nothing to do with anything. it. He's terrified. Yeah, so, yeah. What you have to do is his wife. You want something? I mean, you gotta. You gotta get on onto his page for a minute in order to get him onto your page. That uh, that's all that is. Is say, hey, you know. A, a nice dinner, uh, maybe a romantic weekend or something, and just go. Hey, what are you? I want to know um, what you're concerned about, and just listen. And once he gets all that out, and it's not a point for point counterpoint thing, it's a just understand him and hear him, and then express your support for how he feels. And hey, you know what would make you feel comfortable, and just talk it out. And I, I think, I think when he feels heard and supported, and he feels united with you, that you're not forcing a timeline on him, I think things is, is going to mm-hmm. work out. That's what I think. I think that's just a basic, easy conversation about understanding. And I think it works out. Yes. Did he say he wanted to have kids? I mean, when you guys got married? He, I mean, Yes,
9: he does want to have kids, but not like right now. I would have had
1: him yesterday. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: I get that.
1: And I think that that's, and that's normal, too. You guys are not like. Bizarre people I feel like yeah. I, that, that happens a lot One spouse is so ready The other one's like Oh So it's it's a little bit of that You're going to have to Compromise that So Your your original question When you called in Is am I being irresponsible No you're not being no. irresponsible No On the financial side Or any other side You're fine You want You're married You want kids and You know But he doesn't right now So That's where a little bit Of that grown up uh, conversations have to come and play. And you'll have a lot of them in marriage. Of oh, yeah,
0: welcome. One
1: once, one, welcome. this thing, this. Mm. Well, we got to get to the root of what's really going on. Yep. How can we each love each other well in it? And I think, Ken, always the advice I think is so great of seeing something through his lens. What That's is it. he seeing? What is he feeling? And there's a there could be a lot there for him, which a is lot. very reasonable. Yep. And so... um there's that, and and as always with child, you know mm-hmm. people are prepping for kids. I'm like, and you never know, right? It could take you could have get pregnant on the first try. Yep. It could take a year. So like even that journey is a whole journey of, in and of itself too. So you guys deciding to have kids, it's at least going to be nine months till so it actually happens at the at the and earliest. That, that's true. At the earliest. Uh, she's
0: from she's from Nashville, Cheyenne. If you like country music, pull up a golden oldie by Diamond Rio called "Meet in the Middle." The chorus is great. I'd start walking your way, you'd start walking mine. We'd meet in the middle, neath that old Georgia, Georgia pine. <laughs> that's the theme. I, I I mean, as silly as it sounds, that's the play. It's a great song, by the way, uh, on top of that. But nonetheless, Sandra is in Boston, Massachusetts. Sandra, how can we help? Hello, Sandra. Sandra, going once, going twice. All right, we'll put her on hold. We'll see if we can figure that oh, out. Wait. But yeah, um, but back
1: to Cheyenne's, you know.
0: Yeah, that is really of, it. Like, you, you got to meet in the middle on money discussions, children, okay, so here, a lot of stuff.
1: And I would, yes. And I've heard two different sides of this piece of advice. I'd be curious what you say. I've heard some people say compromise is the worst word because that means somebody, you both lose or somebody loses or whatever, hmm, whatever, whatever. whatever. Interesting. interesting. Um, but I think I found, I'm like, yeah, but there's going to be times that when someone wants yeah. to do something and I have yeah. to say, I don't want to, but selflessly, I'm okay. I'm yeah. gonna go. And then same on the other side, right? There's stuff that I want to do that he's like, oh geez, another uh-huh. vacation, whatever. Yeah. You know, he's like, Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do it. And I'm like, think, like yeah. there's give and take in marriage. I'm like, there's not gonna ever be this I, that's perfect well formula. Said.
0: Whoever said that about compromises probably bordering on the narcissistic side. I mean, you had to you had to give something up. Yeah, yeah, you did.
1: <laughs> it's called marriage. <laughs> it's
0: called, well, it's called I'm going to uh sacrifice. Yeah. I'm going to serve, which is a form of give. You said give and take. I don't think it's that harsh. I think it is, you know what? Um, there have been times in our marriage, I'm sure you could say the same with you and Winston, where Stacy wanted something and there was no reason not to do it. I wasn't there yet, but there weren't any reasons not to, other than I just wasn't as comfortable as she was. Yep. But I shared the value of, number one, her desire, and the value of our relationship, mm-hmm. and it worked out every time.
1: Good. And I shared the story at Money and Marriage that I, the second kid, Winston was ready, and I wasn't. We had like three trips coming up, and Zika was a thing. Oh, I And I, I was like, if I get that. pregnant, we can't. You know, we can't go on these trips. And he's like, we, our life is dictating our schedule, or our schedule is dictating our life. Our life needs to dictate our schedule. So it ended Ooh. up being this conversation about more Winston. our priorities. Yeah. And then Caroline came nine months later and we didn't go on the trips.
0: That's right. That's
1: a different story for a different day. That but. is.
0: And she is as sweet as you think. Love sweet <laughs> Caroline. She really is. She's, she's, a, she's a doll. All right. Good stuff. Thank you for the call. Um, I love that. Love the young couples with big dreams and making progress. And that couple's an example. Don't move. More of your calls coming right up. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz. We're thrilled that you are with us. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. So I've got something in my hands, Rachel, that says Ramsey Cyber Monday sale is extended. I mean, wow. All week. All week. So you can get meaningful gifts for the family and friends as low as $7. Financial Peace University is at the lowest price of the year at only $60, $59.99. You can also get Junior's Adventure Storytime Collection, just $14.99. Uh, and so much more
1: but Even your books the, are in the store my ken. my
0: books are in the store my kids need shoes don't forget that so we'd appreciate <laughs> that uh if you're looking to make a change in 2024 in your professional life to make more money or just get more meaning uh you can just check out the ken coleman books of course but the rachel cruz wallet i gotta mention that black camel brown champagne and the brand new navy
1: i know we came up with a navy
0: it's wow beautiful. that's pretty nice i could get a michigan block M on that and I don't know. Yes, get you that could, sir. Agency. Yes, you could. Uh the week long Cyber Monday sale is at ramseysolutions.com slash store, ramseysolutions.com slash store. All right, Sandra, we're gonna go back to Sandra in Boston, Massachusetts. Sandra, you're on the Ramsey show. Sandra. Hello. Hi, are you there? Hello?
5: Yes, I'm there.
0: <laughs> you sound like you may be in a tunnel. Oh, I'm
5: right in front of the window because I, I had to move position.
0: Can you put your phone up to your mouth?
5: Yes, yeah, so it's, right it's right in my mouth.
0: Oh, it's in your mouth. That's why it sounds like yeah, you're in a it's cave. Like right I want you to pull the phone right, out of your right, mouth and put it next question, to your mouth. <laughs> All right, Sandra, we'll try this. Hold still. What's your question?
5: My question is um, I want, I'm interested in buy, uh, purchasing a home. And right now, I live in an apartment. Purchasing a home, then um, the mortgage would be twice as much as my apartment. Yeah, I live by myself. Um, my child is grown; she's he, she's not with me. And I wanted to know if it would be a good idea to purchase a home.
1: Um, Sandra, do you what, what do you make a month? Um, about eight thousand, nine thousand dollars a month. Okay, and do you have any debt? Um, I have about fifty, forty-five to fifty thousand dollars in student loan. Okay. Uh, do you have any but savings? I have fifty thousand dollars in the bank. How much? Fifty thousand dollars in the bank. Fifty thousand. Yes. Great. Um, and then, okay. So what I would do, Sandra, I don't think you're ready to buy a house right now. I would pay off your student loans today with your fifty thousand. I would bump up your savings back up to three to six months of expenses. And then take some time to save up a good down payment after that. And then you just want to make sure, even though it's going to be doubling, you know, your a, a house payment versus the rent, it'll be double. If it works within the formula that it's no more than 25% of your take-home pay on a 15-year fixed rate, you're fine. You're fine. Just making sure that math works out. So I would not give you the green light today. I would pay off your student loans today, get an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses back up, and save for a good down payment anywhere from 5 to 20% and make sure the new house is no more than 25% of your take-home pay. So if those are the parameters, Sandra, you're great, but probably not today, would I pull the trigger on that?
0: But I would consider a, do, a different cell phone plan. That <laughs> might be our first purchase. Uh, let's go to Grant in San Antonio, Texas. Grant, how can we help?
10: Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Um So I am 24, and I just had kind of a – massive change in income in my life in the past six months. So I just wanted some advice on, uh, on how to handle this properly. Um, I was making about $60,000 a year. Then I got engaged and immediately got a new job right after that. So we're now I'm making around 140 to $180,000 a year. Wow.
0: Good for you. you. Come on, Grant. That's fantastic. Thank you guys.
10: Yeah. So I have, I have no car payment. I have very minimal credit card debt because it's all expense at the end of the month for my company. Um, my future wife, my fiance, she has a car that probably has about $8,000 left to be paid off on it. Uh, she has about three to $4,000 worth of credit card debt that we're going to pay off pretty much immediately when we get married. Um, my main question is, you know, I just I don't want my money sitting under a mattress and as inflation and the, the dollar de-evaluates, I don't want it to lose value. What would be the best place to put that money to work and grow substantially by the time I'm 30 to 35? You know, I want to house some kids and, you know, be very well off for myself.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a great question. What will she be making after you guys get married?
10: She's. Right right now, she's probably gonna keep her job. She's right around fifty five to sixty thousand dollars a year.
1: Okay. Fantastic. I mean you guys are yeah. I mean you, you, you guys are gonna be doing amazing. So I would I think paying off all your debt for sure is is the first priority and knowing why the credit card debt was there and all of that, right? Fixing the, the symptom, not just the symptom, but the actual problem too. Um Right. But as far as yeah, where to put your money, I mean I would I would do a for sure, just a emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. And you could put that in a high yield savings account uh, or a money market account. That's not, that's more like insurance money than an investments. And then when you can look onto investing 15% of your income into retirement. So we look at, you know, good mutual funds um, to go within that plan of a 401k or a Roth IRA. And then beyond that Mm. grants, you could always, um, you know, like CDs don't always keep up with inflation uh, but even just opening a Vanguard account and putting some money in the S and P 500 is a is a plan that you could do as well. Uh, but I would always invest my money when I'm thinking long term, more than five years, and making sure what I'm investing in has a long track record. And so for me, again, mutual funds, Vanguard account, like that, those kinds of things is where I feel the best putting my money. But any short term right. savings that you guys have, if you're saving to buy a house or something, again. Just, just a good high yield savings account. Well, well, I mean, some of those percentages nowadays. That's the bad thing about you know everything going on with interest rates is if you have debt, it's a ding on you. But those of us that are saving, you're like, oh dang, that's six and a
0: half percent right here, doing pretty that's good. what I got.
1: And high yield savings, isn't that amazing? Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, so all that's keeping up with inflation. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much. I wouldn't park all my money in a, just a regular savings account or a CD for my whole life. But I think you'll do some investing. Yeah. Um, and kind of spread some of that money around. Is that helpful?
10: Yeah, no, it is. And and really what what we're looking at too is, you know, we're both set up in 401k. Yep. Her company matches 4%. My match is 6%. So we have it maxed out. So it's free money at the end of the day. Sure. Um, really what we're looking at is, right now we're in a two-bedroom apartment that's costing about, I don't know, 1800 a month. We want to get into a house because we feel like we're just throwing this money down the drain every month. So... We're looking at probably in the next five to four years purchasing our first home. Um, you know, I know FHA loan is I think 3% down. So I'm just, I'm trying to, you know, this is all happening pretty quickly for me. So yep. I, I want to take my time and do it the right way. For sure. Uh, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm making the right decision of where should I hold this money? Yeah. What type yep. of house should I be looking at? Things yep. like that. it's no, a great
1: question. Yeah. So beyond the emergency funds, yeah. Saving for a down payment anywhere, um, from 5 to 20%. And I would just do a conventional 15-year fixed rate. And we okay. always say for the payment to be no more than 25% of your take-home pay. So that'll give you some parameters as you guys are saving. But four to five years, great. You guys should be great. You should be in a, in a good position yeah. for sure to buy a house. And I get the renting okay. feeling of like, oh, my gosh, we're throwing our money away. And that is, right, I, I understand that feeling. But at the end of the day, too, you're buying time. And it's okay, because you will learn very quickly that home ownership is very expensive. When everything breaks and stuff happens, like you're on the hook for it all. So it sounds right. very glamorous, and, it, and it, it's wonderful, right? Home ownership should be part of everyone's financial plan long term. Um, but like you said, don't feel like you have to rush into this. I would be married. You guys get married, pay off this debt, get an emergency fund in place, start saving for a good down payment. Um, I would do at least 5%. I wouldn't go lower than 5
0: yeah, And Grant, I would okay. recommend you go to RamseySolutions.com after the call and look up some okay. SmartVestor pros that are financially, uh, they, they agree with the Ramsey way, and they're going to help you with that investment strategy. They're going to create a custom plan for you. They're going to make sure that they share it with you in a way that you understand it where you're making the decisions. So look up smart Pro at RamseySolutions.com pick two or three meet with them go with the one that you feel the most comfortable with grant but that's going to help you on your investment strategy but you're going to be fine you're going to in fact you're you're just crushing it right yeah, now yeah
1: congratulations so excited
0: for it. congrats awesome. on the gig all right don't move we got a couple of commercials coming your way but rachel cruz and i can Coleman, will be back very soon on the ramsey show don't move
6: All right, let's cut to the chase. It's easy to get discouraged about crazy house prices and interest rates. But when you have the right real estate agent to help you buy and sell the right way, you'll have confidence to make smart decisions. Ramsey Trusted Agents aren't just experts who guide you through buying or selling. They're someone you can trust to have your back from the first call to closing day. Find a Ramsey Trusted Agent near you at RamseySolutions.com agent. RamseySolutions.com agent.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz. The phone number is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. We're here to answer your questions. Let's go to Jason, who joins us now in Los Angeles, California. Jason, how can we help? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's going on today, Jason? So, I have a, excuse me,
11: I have a, a, uh, uh, Sorry. I have a quinceanera that my daughter wants to plan. And uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but quinceanera pretty much like a sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we... And I'm, I'm in a bit of a pickle as to whether I could or I should, um, or if I could afford it or should I do it.
0: How much is it going to cost? Um,
11: so uh, estimated is... I'm, I'm estimating between ten and $15,000. Wow. And, um, you got yeah, an itemized
0: yeah. list on that?
11: No. Um, another detail on this is that I'm currently going through a divorce with her mother,
0: mm. and
11: uh, this is kind of being planned by her, and oh. these are their prices, kind of, or her prices as far as what they've found. I'm just trying to see. The problem is, is that, I have just recently actually fully funded my six month emergency fund, but that takes into account any support that I pay her, um, my ex spouse. I don't know if I'm technically I can dip into that, but it's an emergency fund and this is not an emergency.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not only that, you can't afford it. You're <laughs> calling us, ask, I, the way that you're talking, we know you can't afford it. Am I right? You can't afford 10 to 15 And they're grand. expecting
1: you, so they're planning, well, like you're, well, she's planning it and they're going to expect you to foot the whole bill?
11: Uh, not foot the whole bill, foot half. She was asking for, uh, at, at the beginning of all these talks, was uh, half of it, uh, half of 10, which was five, but I don't think that's realistic of what it would cost. I can, if I... Save up until the point of when this is supposed to happen. I could probably save about four thousand. Okay. But um, I'm just yep. w- whether I should do this sure. at this time in my life. Like, yep. is Yep. Is, is, is uh,
1: Jason? Is do you have any other? Question. Do you have any other debt, Jason?
11: No. Or no any debt. debt. No debt. Okay. Um, but your
1: fully funded emergency fund. How much do you make a year? Um. Uh,
11: overtime's been good this year so it's about at 120 120
1: okay so here's my two things that i keep thinking as you're talking um number 1 how we define an emergency to actually dip into an emergency fund is when something is unexpected so this doesn't really uh-huh. qualify cuz we know that she's going to be yeah is it is it is it 16 years old or is it 15 it's 15 15 yeah okay so we knew she was going to be turned okay. 15 so it's not unexpected uh, right. is it urgent? Do I have to do it like right now, right now, right now? Yeah, I guess I, I guess urgent would somewhat qualify, and because there's a date there. And is it mm-hmm. necessary? Right. So these are the two things. So honestly, this whole thing it does not check off all those boxes for me. So no, it's technically not an emergency. Um. So that's that's one part of the discussion. The second part is that that you could bring together some money right and let's just say and pretend that it is ten thousand they want you to do five you could say four could you take a thousand out of the emergency fund to to get to the five sure like you could right i mean it's not the end of the world but my my biggest Mm -hmm. problem with all of that though jason is that just like weddings just like another party just like vacations anything if you don't keep a strict budget and have a limit to what you're going to spend it gets expensive more expensive i mean a house even when you build a house same thing like the yep. line continues to move. So, Jason, if you decide to do this and to save the 4000 for her, which I think would be great, right? Like, I don't think that's a, necessarily a bad thing. Okay, Ken's not that happy about it. If you do it, though, <laughs> there has to be very clear communication and, bra- and boundaries with your future ex-wife to say, and, and your daughter. I would bring her in on it and say, guys, this is, the, this is what's going on. Here's what I will have for you. This is it. This is all I can do in good conscience and in good faith at where I am in life. This is what I have. Work with that, right? And you set the tone. You set the amount on what you can do, Jason. Because if you tell Hold them, on. "Sure, I'll do half," it's going to go from ten to fifteen to twenty, and there's going to be no boundaries. So you have to set yeah. that boundary. Okay, Ken's I, dying over I'm here.
0: I'm Dying. I'm dying. <laughs> I agree with everything Rachel said. I just want to say this. I'm going to try. I'm going to. I'm going to answer this as if I was in your shoes. And I don't. I don't know if there's any special features to this party. So I'm completely ignorant. Uh, but if my daughter, Josie, who, by the way, turns 15 tomorrow, uh, if she came to me and said, I want a big party and I've got a budget, I, I think it's going to be 10, I would ask for an itemized list. There's no way I'm even going to give four five, six without seeing yep. where, what are the specific, where is the, where in the world is 10 grand going for a party I for know, a bunch true. of 15 year olds? So I'm starting there um and and so i would say that everything rachel said is absolutely right you give your number after they give you numbers you don't just get well it's going to be 10 maybe 12 maybe 15 you give half and and you 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 have to ask for specifics and have a real conversation with their daughter and you're in a very tough situation now with Mm -hmm. the divorce and now she's got two and don't let the guilt and don't Don't, let the guilt right over that just say baby here's the deal okay give me your budget What do you want for your party? Let's just walk through it. Let's teach her. This is a teaching moment to go, yeah, I'd like to drive a Lamborghini, but I can't. And so I know you want a $10,000 party, but guess what? Me and mom can't do a $10,000 party, uh, but we can make it an amazing party. And this is how much money I can give towards an amazing party. I think that's the conversation. Well, it's not, I think that's exactly how I would talk it over with my daughter, Josie. I'd get her wish list, get real numbers. And then how can I meet her expectations in a much more budget conscious way? I think that's where you start. Yeah. It takes the pressure off because now you're dealing in reality. And and mm-hmm. then you go, look, babe, this is what I can do.
1: Yeah. And this stuff, Jason, and I know it's such a cultural part, right? I can see it. Like, I know that
0: yeah. it is. Yeah. And,
1: and I know, like, you know... Um, and we, I remember we had a guy call. Um, I think it was from India. And the wedding that he wanted to spend was oh, like half a million dollars, yeah. right? So, like, I, I totally am aware that there are certain things culturally that the expectation is really big.
0: But culture should never outrule common sense.
1: But that's it too. So I'm like, it's, it, and you could say that about the American culture, right? Weddings or whatever. Like yeah. you could plug in other that's things. Ridiculous. So, so you do have to. There's going to be multiple areas, Jason, within you that you're going to have to be like, this. Oh, this is not. Doesn't feel right. It's not what I wanted. But part of being a grown up too, Jason, is looking at the numbers. What Ken's saying, and it's like here's just here's the reality. Here's the reality of what we have and what we can, and what, or what I have and what I can do. Um, and
0: so coming back to you, Jason, you have a real number in your head that you feel like I can't afford. You feel like a guy who's in control of his money situation. You sound really stable. What's the number that you go if I set it on fire for my daughter? It, it, it wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't give me a Maylock's moment. What is that number?
11: Well, right now the the big thing that I've, is heavy on me is that I haven't even gotten into my investing portion of my life for the future. I get I guess, that, but you, you didn't know, answer I mean, my
0: question. What's the number that you, if you, you know, I can give this money to my daughter and I'm not going to lose sleep over it.
11: Um, as of now, I would say maybe for something like
0: this, three thousand. Okay. Then and, then now and, we've got a starting number. And, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to coach you through this practically. You got a number where you go, Yeah. I know you don't want to spend any money because you think you're behind. You're not. You're gonna be fine on your investing. You gotta weather this divorce. You gotta figure out what the payments are gonna be and all that, and you're gonna restart, okay? But you're okay. Yeah. But if the number's three thousand where you go, That's my baby girl, she wants this, I can give her three grand, mm-hmm. then let's start with that, then go get the itemized list and let's see if we can, you know, get closer to it. That uh-huh. that's what I'm trying to do, is get you to a point where You don't let guilt run the day and make a bad financial decision. And I think the three thousand is a common sense number. Would you agree? I would say so, yeah. All right.
1: And your ex wife's not gonna like it. Yeah.
0: So prep for that.
1: And your daughter may not like it.
0: She don't like you right now anyway, so we're not losing that deal. I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm not trying to be insensitive. (laughs) I'm just keeping it real. What are you gonna do? Make her not want to be married to you more? (laughs) I mean, we've already crossed that bridge, <laughs> so you got to stick to your guns, man, and uh, get the We're itemized for list. You, Jason. Yeah, Jason, you're a good man. You're gonna be fine. It's gonna be a great party. Yes, Rachel, by the way, will come do a dance or I'll something. Come. Send <laughs> I'll come that party. request. Something. Girls. That'll be great. You'll tell a story. This is the reanimation. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is the Ramsey Show, where we help people win in their life, their money, their work, and their relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. 888-825-5225. Rachel, will take your money questions. I'll chime in. Uh, If you've got any work-related questions, you're just feeling stuck. Uh, Maybe you want to make more money in 2024. You want to start a business? You know, those kinds of questions, they're all related, and Rachel's got some great input on those as well. So, hey, we're going to take your calls. We'd love to hear from you. Leslie's going to start us off this hour in Birmingham, Alabama. Leslie, how can we help?
12: Hi. um, Yes, so I'm really just struggling about what to kind of put my focus on right now. Um, I am trying to work through the baby steps or at least kind of develop a game plan, Um, but right now I'm really not sure how to – really start before I can solve my income problem. Um, I have ADHD and I know it's very common, Mm -hmm. but I guess it's just a big problem for me specifically. Um, I've had, I've never struggled before if the job was like active, but, um, you know, professional jobs are usually desk jobs. I got a master's in accounting. Um, I got a really good job right now, but I'm failing at it because my productivity is so low because of the ADHD. I guess it just takes me about twice as long as everyone else. Um, and the two jobs that I had before this that were desk jobs kind of were similar. And so
0: tell me before we go any further, this is good. Mm -hmm. So was there a time when you had a job that was not desk related, that you were highly engaged and you didn't have a productivity issue? Yes. Tell me about it.
12: Uh, Well, honestly, it was just, you know, restaurant jobs and um, things like that, but I've always been promoted in those jobs and they said I did a really great job. So, that tells
0: me I'm not lazy. It's just something something no. else going okay. on, you know. All right, so let me address this. And I I have been diagnosed by an actual psychiatrist. I have ADHD. I'm high functioning, so I, I've never needed medication. Okay. But it does trip me up in a lot of ways. And Rachel could tell stories, and my poor wife, and you know, so it is a challenge. Okay, <laughs> but let me just say this in mm-hmm. general about ADHD because I've done a lot of reading about it. ADHD can be hyper focused when you're doing something that you really enjoy. And the ADHD person, everybody, by the way, is engaged in something they enjoy, something that they're good at doing. But you take an ADHD person and put them in a place of of skill and challenge, watch out. Yes. And so you're absolutely not lazy. So mm-hmm. this is, okay, yeah. this is the income side of things. You, it may not be waitressing, but you have got to figure out what is the work that I really enjoy doing? And I'm not going to try to unpack all of this right now, but I'm just going to sure. lay this out for you. I think there's four types of work. Every job in the world can be put into four buckets. People work, process work, idea work, and let's call it objects or things. Okay, so that would be working with your hands, building, creating, whatever. Does that make sense, those four areas in general? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, great. Yes, for sure. Without So this is to take the pressure off. What what area do you think that, that you would really enjoy because of of, of the the result and your talent? Is it people work, process work, idea work, or maybe object or things? What would you say? Well, let's
12: see. Um, I guess I'm more drawn to process or ideas. Honestly, ideas the most, but I don't see how that could be an active job. So well,
0: don't worry about automation. that. I've coached a lot of people on this. Let's just have some fun. Yeah. If you knew you couldn't mm-hmm. fail, and we paid you the amount of money that would be really, really nice, you've got an idea in your head. What would what would you try in that idea space? Because I think you're highly creative. What would you try?
12: Sure. Um, I guess I would honestly probably get into like health coaching. I really love nutrition and all of that, but I just feel like it's just such a risky um, a risky venture. And I have a four year old son. Got it. And My single mom, and so I just, I can't I can't do anything risky.
0: Totally so. got it. Totally got it. But we're not yeah. talking risk right now. We're talking your future. Yeah, okay. All right? So here's sure. what I would tell you. Um, I think you're a people person because, you know, you really enjoyed being, you mm-hmm. said you were on your feet, uh, but you were waiting tables. And the idea of being a nutrition or health coach is highly people and highly process. And, uh, okay. yeah, I, you, you, you have a heart for helping mm-hmm. people, don't you? You enjoy stepping in and giving people maybe a light bulb moment. Yes or no? Yes. All right. Now, here's what I want you to do. Okay. Well, I want to talk through your money. I want Rachel Mm -hmm. to walk you through your money situation, but I'm going to give you a couple of tools Mm -hmm. at the end of the phone call. I'm going to give you the get clear assessment. I want you to take it 15 minutes and it's really going to validate what you're feeling. And, and, and I'm going to give you the book that goes with it from paycheck to purpose. How do we actually get there to where that's not risky as a single mom with a four-year-old? Okay. So those are my gifts. Mm -hmm. And Christian, I know you're listening at the end of the call. If we need to schedule a call, uh, for Leslie to come on my show where we can go deeper. We'll do that. How's that? Does that sound good, Leslie? Yes.
12: Yes, sir. Okay. That is amazing. I actually wanted to take that assessment. Thank you so much. Oh. Well, it's, it's
0: my gift to you uh, because I, thank, I think you're you. closer than you realize. Last point on this, I think that, mm-hmm. that there's a very clear path to where you get qualified. You, you may have to be patient. Mm -hmm. And to get to a point where we cash flow the qualification, but that you can get a pretty good job in the health, nutrition, physical coaching space, I think it's wide open for somebody like you to do pretty well. Uh, But I want Rachel to jump in on your finances Mm -hmm. right now, because part of making this step forward towards this work is getting yourself financially stable to pay for the qualification.
1: That's right, for sure. So, Leslie, Mm -hmm. how much debt do you have? I have
12: 100, 100K.
1: 100,000.
12: Yeah, 75k in student loans, and uh, this is going to seem, you know, almost hypocritical, sort of, but I have 25,000 dollars in debt because of health stuff. Because my son has some health issues, and I've just been, you know, I felt like I knew how to, you know, help him, but I overspent on those areas um, by mm. like, you know, buying, you know, really good food and things like that. So, totally. Um, but I'm coming 20- my senses. I'm just trying to get out of the hole. So 25,000 in credit
1: card debt. So it's credit cards but but it yeah, attributed and, to health situations?
12: Yes. And okay. then there's 75K um, for the student, student loan. Work. Okay, perfect. And
1: how much are you making in your current job?
12: My current job is 70K, which I'm really grateful for. But like I said, I don't feel like I have a, a lot of job security right now.
0: Well, let me jump in really fast on this. You have got to switch your mindset. I know the ADHD is real, but you cannot go backwards right now. This you you either replace this job with another seventy thousand dollar job that you can focus, or you overcome this. You mm-hmm. you figure this out because you can, but you have to focus. You're a mama bear, and that little yep. boy and getting out of debt matters. You got to have this income. Yep. So fix yep. it. I yep. know you can. It's
1: yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you and you're in a great. Uh, I know the the actual career path is not your favorite as an accountant, but. That's a, But that's mm-hmm. a great, stable degree to have and, you know, skill set mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. that people need that. So like you can plug in mm-hmm. and do that. And Leslie and I would even say, um, which is just exhausting, but it's, if there's any way to get some level of more traction income wise to give you a level of confidence. So even if it's, you know, um, doing like admin work for another company, eight hours a week or be a virtual assistant for Six hours a week for someone. Like if you can find another level of supplemental income to attack, because this ten, this hundred thousand dollars and twenty five thousand dollars in credit card debt. I mean, you any any amount of income that you have that can be thrown at that obviously is going to be great. And yeah, and the health stuff with the twenty five thousand. I think that as a mom, we we do we want to help our kids. And when health stuff comes in the picture, it's very scary. But I want you to be very discerning. Have people around you speaking into these decisions, so you don't go deeper in that hole.
0: You're awesome. You can do this, Mama Bear. We believe in you. This is The Ramsey Show.
6: Here's the thing about investing advice. You can find it just about anywhere, but that doesn't mean it'll always help you with your personal goals. Here's another option. Check in with a Smart vester Pro. These financial advisors can review your plan or help create one that's personalized to you. To find a Smart vester Pro in your area, go to RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor. Ramsey Solutions is a paid, non-client promoter of participating pros.
4: Learn more at RamseySolutions.com smart SmartVestor.
0: Welcome back, America. You've joined the conversation here on The Ramsey Show, a conversation about your life, your money, your work, your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. I got to say this. uh, It's always fun. One of the the neat things about doing the show uh, at our world headquarters here uh, just south of Nashville uh, is we have an awesome lobby and we tell you to come watch the show. Great group of people uh, the entire time. What are you laughing at? (laughs) James is laughing. St- Rachel me. started laughing first. World headquarters, world headquarters is right up there with toll free. It's it's kind It's of right a, up there. It's a little dramatic. I'm international, melodramatic.
1: Our international headquarters I didn't say that.
0: I said world headquarters. By the way, am I wrong? It is true. It's factually correct. Thank yeah. you very much. I I know I'm listen, I'm given to exaggeration. Uh, th- th- this is just, let it go. You guys act as though I've never exaggerated before. So shocking. It was, it was such a good open to the show. I was about ready to Keep talk going. about the all nice the people in the lobby. People. And Rachel and James are making fun of me. Sorry. I'm going to suck my thumb after the show. It's not good. I'm going to be in a therapy chair over this.
1: No. I hope you all are enjoying our world headquarters here at Ramsey Solutions. Well, back to what Nashville
0: I was saying. Tennessee. Look at these people. There they are. Uh, if kind. you come to our world headquarters, there's a lobby, <laughs> as you might expect at our world headquarters. You would think you'd have a decent lobby And we have free drinks, free food uh, So there there you go, Mrs. Smarty Pants I love it <laughs> I know, I do too By the way, she was telling me on a break, James That sometimes people go in the comments on YouTube and say They, they don't think Rachel and, and me get along Or George or and me people, it doesn't they, matter who the duet our, is They diagnose
1: like our friendships Like, oh, you can tell
0: No, if you Rachel can't tell that Rachel and Ken really like each other
1: Aren't really friends <laughs>
0: you, you are not very aware you, you lack discernment. We're having a lot of fun right now. She's yeah, not yeah. being mean to me at all. Now, James is, but that's a different deal. All right, let's go to Tyler in Flint, Michigan. Tyler, how can we help?
13: Hey there. Um, so, I had a question.
10: I listen to you guys a lot. Uh, you guys don't like whole life insurance. Oh, oh thank you. Three, um, three years ago, I got into it. I thought it was a good investment. I pay $75 a month for $175 whole life insurance. Um. I thought it was a good investment, you know, cause like say when I retire in 25 years, um, I'd have that little sum of money that I could utilize and I'd only be, I think it's just under $15,000 into it. And I could utilize that whole life insurance per se on my property or something like that. Um, and then leave a little remainder for in case, but, um, I guess you guys are against it. And I'm wondering what I should do instead of that. Should I do a different insurance or go into like a high
13: index?
1: Yeah, um, I would. Um, so Tyler, yeah. So the reason that w- my biggest reason with whole life insurance that I hate is mixing your investments in your insurance and the rate of return in these policies is terrible versus if you went and just opened up your own mutual fund or Vanguard account and did an S&P 500 index fund. Like you could make so much more money, so much more money out in the market Versus it being stuck in this whole life policy. So what I would do is I would go to Xander Insurance. This is where my husband and I get our insurance because they're the best. They shop multiple policies, not just one company, and get a term life policy. And it's, you know, anywhere from 10 to 12 times your annual income. And it's going to be cheap. You're going to fund it annually or quarterly, however you set up the payments. And then... Look at investing at a completely separate way, right? So, investing 15% of your income into retirement after you have paid off all of your debt and have an emergency fund in place and those kind of things. So, investing and insurance should never go together. When they start going together, you're getting a bad deal because you could just do so much more with your investment out in the marketplace.
10: Okay. That's kind of what I've been understanding listening to you guys yep. every day on my way home. Yeah, so, so but
1: but I will say keeping life insurance because I am assuming you have a family and kids, that depend on your income, right? Yeah. Yeah. So before you cancel your whole life, make sure to go ahead and get the term life in place and then cancel your whole life, because God forbid you cancel the whole life and something happens and you don't have right, policy right. in place, so yeah. So make sure you do that. But yeah, just go to Xander Insurance, and that's what Winston and I do. And it's so in it. I can't remember what we pay. It's so inexpensive.
0: Yeah, I got. And I'm I'm so insured okay. that I don't sleep well at night because I think Stacy might, you know, if I, you if might I, do a little, uh, little if I don't have a good attitude. that Little day.
1: lifetime movie action. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh yeah.
1: Ken goes missing.
0: Yeah, and I'm gone. Yeah, and the kids are loving life. Man, this Aight. is one wow.
1: sector of money that George Camel. If he was walking by right now, we'd wave him in because he would. he would rant and rant on this stuff because it is part of this product. This financial product is really what it is that they sell. It's all over Instagram reels and TikTok and mm-hmm. financial advice. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, you can actually use your life insurance while you're alive. That's what rich people. Do. It's all this no. gimmicky no. stuff, you guys. And at the end of the day, it, it's not good for your money. I'm like, it, no, it, it just doesn't. Just look at
0: the annual return. Uh, yeah. uh, of those mutual funds And how they performed Over a lifetime Just do your own homework on it And then compare it to the numbers They're going to give you Just on the numbers alone and, uh, It's just you know not what? even close
1: And and Winston and I did this Because we had a friend This was years ago And their grandfather Set them up with a whole life Which was again Great intention Sure For 18 years Got the policy And if he had invested that Just in a mutual fund Oh
0: it make your stomach turn. It
1: does I mean it really so does just do, do your, your own homework like, And look at the numbers
0: folks This yep. is not our opinion Yep uh, These are facts Let's go to Sebastian, who joins us. By the way, I think Sebastian's a great
1: Fantastic name.
0: If my name were Sebastian Coleman, I'd be a big deal. <laughs> I think so. I really do. Sebastian is on the line in Phoenix. Sebastian, how can we help?
14: Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what's it called? So my question is, uh, I have, I guess, like a month gap until January to, I guess, move out to my friend's house.
0: Move out from where? uh,
14: My mom and dad's house.
0: Oh, they're kicking you out?
14: No. So uh, they, my friends, have a open room, and they're only giving me a month gap to decide if I want to move out or not. But I already know my mom and dad don't like them because they smoke. So I'm just trying to think what's probably the best way to approach trying to tell them that i want to move out to their house per se
1: yeah how old are you sebastian 22 okay do you have a job
14: yeah i work at the post office
1: okay how much do you make a year
14: uh after tax 40k
1: okay and can you support yourself fully or are you dependent
14: upon them financially um, no, I could, for sure, I could depend on myself and only myself.
0: Well, your mom and dad don't get a vote. They they, they they, don't get an actual vote here. Now, I would kind of agree, I mean, you Be know. Be
1: wise. I mean, they probably have some wisdom in
14: life, so if they're.
0: Like, are these guys smoking? I mean, uh is this a bigger problem than just what they're smoking?
14: I mean, not really. That's, like, the only reason why they just don't want me to move out with them. The rent's cheap. It's only 600 a month. So, I, think I, I it's, don't know. Yeah, I
1: think it's one of these things, Sebastian, you have to decide, is this the kind of house? I mean, honestly, and I don't even want to ask on air.
0: I'm Why? Gonna, I'm I gonna, pr- I'm
1: going to pretend, you know, because if it's cigarette smoke and they're smoking no, the house, gross. this is I know. I'm just saying the sm- the, mm. the life. I know. I'm just saying the, sta- the smell of it. I don't want to live in a house where people... Yeah,
0: I mean, are they smoking the weed in the house? <laughs> That's the million-dollar question. Yeah. Dude, yeah. is that where you want to live? Or do you want to, here, let me ask you this way. Personally, I'm going to give you a multiple choice. Do you okay. want to live with these guys who are smoking weed in the house and whatever else comes with that behavior, all right, uh, for $600 a month because it's a great deal, or do you want to just get out on your own and get away from mom and because you're 22-year-old grown you-know-what man? So which do you want yeah. more? A or B? I guess B.
1: Be. Yeah.
0: Then and do that. You're define, acting like that's the place. only option. Yeah. Like living with a bunch okay. of pot smokers is your only option. Yeah. True. I know. So, I mean, you've got a false narrative here. Like, this is my only option. Live at home with mom yeah, and look dad at, or look live at with some these other guys. options You make look. decent money, you know? Yeah. So do your homework. Okay. You can find okay. an apartment yeah. between now and January 1st
1: and get yeah, a roommate. And- find a roommate or yeah. two. Yeah.
14: Yeah, I don't smoke. And the only, my bad, but the only reason why I'm not really too concerned on if I don't move out with them till January is just they don't my mom and dad don't charge me even rent. Yeah, so
0: but you're a, you're a grown man. But you're a, a you're you're a
1: 22-year-old man with a job. You need to be out on your own.
0: Seriously, bro. Come on. You got to get out. You're you're a grown man. Act like it. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to be fine. Mom and dad are there. They're a speed dial away. Don't move in with these guys. Whoever these guys. He
1: dialed. Toll Did I do free it, worldwide it's a, it's headquarters. It's a toll free number.
0: Get a toll free number for your mom. It's on that. my speed hey, dial. Hey, send them a fax.
3: This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, good folks. Dr. John Deloney here. Listen, the Ramsey cash giveaway is back and you could win the $3,000 grand prize. Go to ramseysolutions.com slash giveaway and enter every day. Plus save 20% on bestsellers like my latest book, building a non-anxious life, my questions for humans conversation cards, and my friend Dave Ramsey's baby steps millionaires. Listen, don't miss these deals. Get 20% off at ramseysolutions.com slash store.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. We're here for you, 888-825-5225, taking your money questions, your work questions. Let's go to Molly now in San Antonio, Texas. Molly, how can we help?
12: Hey, Ken. Hey,
15: Rachel. So good Hi. to talk to you.
0: Good to talk to you. What's going on?
15: Well, um, about a year and a half ago, we put our kids into private school. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, You're doing great. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my husband's a real estate agent, and, uh, you know, we've had a slow couple of months, I guess, probably since September. We haven't had a closing. Um, I make about $110,000 a year, mm-hmm. um, and private school bills starting to become a bit daunting. Not really sure if we can cover it anymore, so wanted mm. to talk to somebody.
1: Mm. Mm. That's stressful. How yeah. old are your kids? Uh,
15: 11, 9, and 9. I have twins.
1: Okay. So those are—is uh, that third, fifth grade, sixth grade? Uh, yeah, um, fourth, fourth, and sixth. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, how much is the school? Because three kids, three tuitions. I know in Nashville schools, it's.
15: Yeah, pricey. um, it comes. Yeah, it comes to be about um, twenty-seven total. Okay. 27000 Okay. Per, per year.
1: Yeah. Okay, for all three. Yep. Okay. And the dentals, but that's usually what it comes out to. Sure. Okay. And have you guys paid for the rest of the school year already? Did you do anything up front or do you pay month to month? How does that work?
15: Uh, it's a month to month. It goes into the summer as well. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. And your husband is doing real estate. It didn't have a closing in September. So that's, you're feeling yeah. the pinch of that. Does he have things <laughs> coming up? Does he, how, how is his forecast looking with his pipeline?
15: Yeah, it, it, it's there's some stuff down the road, probably not until um, April or June. So um, but obviously, you know, he's, he's really trying. So yeah, we're, uh, sure. It's just get, you know, we've, we've got an we've got an emergency fund. Uh, most of it's tied up in equities, um, which are in the red. So I'm a little I'm a little afraid to sell. What them do you off, mean but... your
1: emergency fund is tied up in equities? It's tied up in a house. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, securities. Investments. Your, your emergency fund is.
15: Yeah, most okay. of it. Most of it's in mutual funds, but we do have a bit of it in stock. Okay.
1: Okay. So I would, Molly. I would. T- I think it's part of feeling secure is knowing that there is money there, regardless of what the economy is doing. Right. So that's why we always say yep. to have three to six months of expenses in just a high yield savings or a money market account, something that's not invested because we say it's not an investment. So for you and your husband tonight, I mean, this weekend, I would really have the conversation of, "Hey, what would it look like just to get some cash?" to the side that's secure regardless of what the market up and down it's there that may give a level of peace and I understand it's in the red and all of that you're going to have to look at it but that's that's one uh step I would make. Do you guys have any debt? No, other
15: okay. than the mortgage we don't.
1: Okay. Um yeah, I mean I think it's just one of these conversations Molly you guys have to figure out if he's not bringing in an income right now is there anything else he can be doing on the side to make some kind of money? Uh, how how much is private school valued to you guys? You know, is it is it a big value? Because some people will sacrifice other parts of their lifestyle, like they won't go on vacation, they they won't do certain things in order to provide private schooling yeah. for their kids because of where they live or religious, you know, convictions or learning situations or you know whatever it may be. So I think it's a very personal choice, but also we can't. Um, go into the red in your budget month to month either right so there there is common sense that has to play in and is the amount of stress that's on you guys worth it for the private school so absolutely yeah what what is the reasons for the private school can I ask sure
15: um you know we're just we're district in a in a some schools in my 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 daughter's middle school was the one that really worried me so um you know, we thought we could just bring her, but then we figured out, you know, with all the driving and everything, we are just like, let's just put all three in.
12: Yeah. Because um, yeah. at
15: some point we knew that the, the the twins would have to go to that middle school as well. So we, you know. So we your just local we schools.
1: Okay. Yeah. So your local oh, schools are, is not great. So you're. Yeah. <laughs> choosing for education. Okay, perfect. No, it's good. It's good to know. Um, Yeah. I mean, I mean, Molly, it's one of those things. If, if, if you guys can't pay it, if you can't afford it, then. Understood. You you can't afford it, but um, also with hundred and ten thousand of just you bringing in that money, which is great money. So if he is not doing closings, I mean, Ken, I mean, I would say he needs to be yeah, bringing I, in some income. That's where
0: I was gonna go, Molly. I I uh I, I don't want to be insensitive, but if he doesn't have a lot of listings, and I I read something this morning that housing sales are as low as they've been in mm-hmm. quite some time,
1: almost uh, two decades, and, and or so if all. he
0: doesn't have prospects. He's got time, yes or no? Yeah. Then he needs to be working. Yeah. And so um, right. what is that number? You may have given it to Rachel. What is the number that would cover just the, the private school? What's that monthly number?
15: Um, I think it came out to about 1300
0: a month. Okay. If I were him, if I were in your shoes, and you really wanted those kids there, and I knew that he was in a cycle right now, that's going to cycle back, but I would be making uh, more than $1,300 a month. I would be making enough okay. to take care of the private school, to keep the kids in the school. Even if I got to work a side job, I'm doing whatever it takes to keep them in there.
1: Maybe a career right. shift, Molly. I mean, how long has he been a real estate agent for? Um. Well, you know, he's had his license for a
15: while, but he went full-time realtor about a year and a half ago, uh, about two years ago almost. Okay. Um, so... Uh, yeah, there's still some, uh, some options on the back burner that we could fall back on. It was, uh, sure. it was more of the, the income potential is really what keeps us going. So, you know, no. it's just there,
0: there could sure. be a yeah. great
15: month. There could just be a... Yeah, yeah I don't
0: think he walks away. I think totally. he gets innovative right now. And innovation, yeah. you know, is when we don't have a lot of resources and we got to come up with something. And I think he can come up with the money. I, I would not touch the emergency fund. This is not an emergency at all um even if you had to tell the school hey look here's our situation give us one month uh grace and we'll pick up the payments i mean there, there's things that can be done here if it's that close mm-hmm. um, so handle this you know um like an adult and go if you got to communicate to the school a little bit on this but he needs to he needs to to go make the 1300 dollars. Okay. somebody does
15: <laughs> makes sense
0: you know, I wish I had some grand strategy, but that's what it boils down to and while the while the real estate uh economy is is tight right now, uh there's other ways that he can make money in San Antonio, Texas. And and sure. and easily come up with that amount. That's if Okay. all caps. We'll if <laughs> we really want to keep those kids in the school, mm-hmm. where there's a will there's a way is the old saying, and I think that's true.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, Yes, sir. Trust your gut, Molly. It's hard,
1: though. I know, Molly. And it feels, I mean, the tension is there because I'm like, oh, my gosh, he hasn't had a closing. Money's not coming in. It's dependent upon you. I mean, there's a level of that pressure on your shoulders, Molly, um, that you're probably feeling, too, and you don't want to take your kids out of the school. I mean, like, there's so many dynamics here. But $1,300 a month is, I mean, it's doable, right? It's
0: very doable. Yeah. If I know that I'm making this money on the side just to keep my kids in a private school, And out of a bad school situation, I like the chances of a mom and dad who are willing to come Mm -hmm. together and go, how do we come up with $1,300?
1: Yep. And that's part of, you know, as we talk about your budget and life decisions that you make in life, you know, everything. That's the part of like, we're adults. Everyone gets to decide what you want your life structured, right? And where this family says, yeah, we're going to take on extra work to keep our kids in a private school. That's what they're choosing. You know, you talk to people and, They have a one income family because the mom, they're choosing for her to be home, homeschooling the kids. And that's what they're choosing. You have two people, careers, and they're doing that. Like It is so much about choices and the values of the individuals and the families. And that always gives me a level of peace where we do have some black and white principled things here at Ramsey. We do say, you know, you need to be on a budget. All these things that are helpful. But the details of how you live out your life and your money, it's up to you. You get to decide, right? There's hundreds of different options of of which track you want to take in life and you get to decide that so um, if Molly and them that's what they want they're adults and they get to decide that so now you have to figure out okay how are we going to make this work and then you got to make some adult decisions around that
0: yeah absolutely you guys are going to figure it out Molly it's going to be okay it's going to cycle through do what's best for you guys do whatever it takes to do what's best for the family we know you will thank you so much for the call all right she's Rachel Cruz I'm Ken Coleman you're listening to the Ramsey show don't move more coming up Thank you for joining us here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. We're thrilled that you're with us. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. Our scripture of the day comes from Galatians 110. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Our quote today from Jordan Peterson, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. There you go. You talk a lot about comparison. Feels like that's right up your alley.
1: Yeah, it's a good quote.
0: There you go. Let's go to Ivy now in Baton Rouge. Ivy, how can we help? Hello.
13: Hey, thank you all for having me. You bet. How can we help? Yes. Uh, Wondering if you can help me settle a debate between me and my wife. Oh, uh, my well, favorite thing to do is, is get best. in the middle of a marriage debate. <laughs> <laughs> I bet y'all are. Uh. Okay, well, we uh. both found our uh, dream home, which is about an hour away from where we currently live. Um, I want to. We have some rental properties and a home that we live in. I want to liquidate everything and pay for this new house cash. That way, we'll be debt free, totally debt free, except for a car note maybe. And um, then take the extra money that we will have and maybe do investments uh, where we live, where we're going to live at next. Is that making sense?
1: Yep,
5: it does. But she
13: wants to keep. She wants to keep the two rental properties because she thinks that the extra income every month is going to help us down the way.
0: Okay. Have you run the numbers to where you take her theory and we get it out on paper and we go, okay, if we keep this, this is, this is this extra revenue. And you look at her financial decision and then you look at yours. Have you run those numbers side by side?
13: Yes, sir. And uh, she still wants to keep the, <laughs> she still oh. wants to keep the, the rental income. Cause yours um, is clearly better. Your, your option yeah, is better yeah. on paper. Yeah, it, you know the, the rental income equals out to about twenty seven hundred dollars a month. Um, but we're all we're doing with that money right now is taking that money, putting it down on our mortgage, so the mortgage company can take the interest and they make money off of it. I want to keep that money for ourselves.
1: Right, right.
13: I'm with you. So yeah. how you-
1: far and how far will you guys move from the rental properties?
13: It's it's about an hour away, a little bit over an hour or so I mean it's doable to keep those properties there and still maintain them and still and now we both have full-time jobs also so yeah. it would be a little difficult to you know go get rent if uh, And what's her the yeah so leaking, Ivy what's you know? her
1: reasoning for wanting to keep them is it just the rental income or is there something that she loves real estate that she it's she found the deal like I don't know is there any main reason
13: she 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 thinks that the that the extra twenty seven hundred dollars a month trumps everything coming in. I said, well, if, if if everything we own is paid for, we won't need the twenty seven hundred dollars a month coming in. We can we we would have 2700 dollars a month of our own money to That's put right. extra investments and do whatever we want. You know.
1: Yeah, because what would the mortgage be on the new house, the dream house, if you were to take out a mortgage?
13: Yeah, the mortgage on the dream house. Uh, if we well, we. She does want to liquidate our home that we live in now, and, and we bought well, and uh, we bought low, and we're going to sell pretty high, so yeah. we'll make a good amount of money off of it, but the, the note would still be anywhere from 2000 to $2,200 a month on the new place. Right, you know, so it's another. kind of a
1: wash in, that, yeah, in just kind of, that regard.
13: Yes, yes.
0: Is she putting her foot down saying, sorry, pal, it's my decision, or are we still discussing this back and forth? How tension-filled is this?
13: And we, we uh, y- you know, uh, they say marriage is 50-50, but I don't believe that. No. Uh, it's, it's usually uh, one person that gives more, and that person is me, and I love that, though. I'm not I'm not a- angry or mad about it at all. Uh, we, You know, we have a real good relationship. We work real hard to get where we're at, and I think this is a good problem to have. Um, but it, we're leaning more towards now. We're still discussing it because it ain't all went through yet. Uh, we're still discussing it, but we're leaning more towards, hey, keeping the rental properties and just, Taking the profits from the house we live in now, putting it down on the new house, and paying the twenty two hundred dollars a month. You know?
1: How Are much you- do you have left on the rental properties? How much do you owe on well, them?
13: One of the rental properties is completely paid for. It's okay. worth About hundred. It's worth about a hundred and fifty grand. Okay. The uh, other, the other rental property, uh, we only owe like thirty three thousand on it, and it's worth about two twenty five to two fifty.
1: Okay. Why don't um, you sell one of them? Why don't you sell the one that you still have
0: a payment because on?
13: Because she wants them both. Yeah, she wants them both. Yeah, she wants you didn't answer she my question. Is there yeah. tension over this, or is she open-minded? Uh, no, it's not tension, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's going to go my way. <laughs> <it that>
0: way. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, it's not going to go your way. I, I uh, yeah. but, but you know what? Th- this is tough, man. I, if Are you sure you won't resent her over this? Because there's a good chance that she gets tired of being a long-distance landlord.
13: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I won't resent her over it because uh, uh, nothing matters to me but her happiness. So, uh, all right, and that's and that's that's truth. That's not me just saying that because I'm on the radio.
0: Then why'd you call so, us and ask us to uh, take sides?
13: Well, I'm not saying can you, asking you to take sides. I might be coming back with a little bit of an argument towards her, you know, just to say, hey, look, I called the Ramsey show and they said this would be a, a better idea to do it this way, but
0: it is a better idea, and I think you showed her that. But I I don't think that. I don't think that this is enough of a compelling case for her to, to come off of her
13: position.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, and also, you know, Ivy, how much do you make a year?
13: How much I make a year?
1: Yeah, are you guys together, um, household income?
13: Oh, household, I'll make about a dollars a year. She makes 150 dollars a year. So she is the breadwinner of the family.
1: Okay, <laughs> and how much is the dream, and how much can you sell your current home for? Like, how much will you it's, walk the, away with?
13: We can walk away with about 200000
1: Okay, and the dream home costs how
0: much? Three twenty-five. Oh, well, you're fine.
1: Okay, so, Ivy... If she I,
0: wants to keep the houses, keep the houses. Because you only
1: owe $33,000 on the yeah. second rental. Yes, So, yes, So, yeah, you're not far off on a mortgage. Take out a small mortgage on the dream home. Pay off the dang car. You said you had a car loan. Pay that off today, Ivy. You need to pay that off. Pay, work to pay yeah. off this rental property. You have two paid-for rental properties. Um... Yeah. And then attack your and then attack your primary mortgage.
0: Yeah, I, I there, throw it up. this isn't yeah, a really it, it, yeah. This isn't like really one way. That I like your plan a little bit more, but I do too. But uh, you guys are in great financial position if you do what Rachel says.
1: You, you put a huge yeah, down payment. Do you have any
13: savings? Oh yeah, we got sixteen thousand in savings right now, and then I have a four hundred one k with. Okay, close to a million dollars in it. Okay, oh well, for keep, heaven's sake,
0: well keep the six, absolutely do what makes her happy, Ivy.
1: <laughs> keep the sixteen thousand as your emergency funds. Pay off the car. That needs to be your next step. Yeah, you can take the small mortgage on the dream home Pay off
0: that second house, and now pay off the second house. And now and and that, you guys are you guys have got real and estate, and then use
1: the twenty seven hundred from her point to help pay off the new house sooner.
13: Yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm, I'm gonna change my ruling ivy interest would, would be paying you know
1: so. i <laughs> know cool.
0: yeah. ivy i'm changing my ruling if i were
1: you ivy i would do your way then and winston and i did that we sold we had two rental properties we sold in order to build the house that we're in now and yep. so like that's what we chose to do because we didn't we we were not living with debt so like that was yep. a hard line in the sand for us um yep. but you guys mathematically it's not like crazy off you can do this
13: no but no, yeah. um, happy wife, happy life is my. Uh, that's
0: my vote. I, I.
1: <laughs> I guess, but also like.
0: Yeah. No, I, I just don't think he's gonna. We've already asked. I don't think he's gonna move her off the position at all. And uh, yeah. they're in such a good financial position; right. it's not worth fighting over. Right, right. Now yeah, she may get yeah. tired. The question is, is who's gonna get more tired of the hour distance between the new home and these homes? Because that is, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a pain in the butt being it's a real. landlord. But uh, yeah. you got options, and I didn't
13: want to stop. You know, we we flipped houses in the past. You know, we were very handy. We can we do a lot of work on our own homes and stuff like that. So I wanted to start all over again where we at. Take the extra money we have left we'll, and we'll buy some little houses over here and, and, and keep doing Does them, she, she do said, any of the
0: work on these houses? You said we oh, yeah, are here. She's handed.
13: right next to me. No, she's right next to me well, every time we do something. This we is the thing.
0: passive-aggressive play, but you can have her go and fix some of those things the first couple months you're away and see if she likes driving an hour to fix it. It's your only <laughs> shot,
13: man. It's your only shot. That's my only shot, boss?
0: I think yeah, so. I hey, I'm keeping it real, man. I've been married 25 yeah. years. I'm with you. Yeah. you got to yeah, go with I the woman so. on this one.
1: I just That's hate that happy phrase life, "happy." happy life. And I don't Why do you like hate that?
0: that? You benefit from it. What's your problem? Because
1: it's a little bit like, oh, I'm gonna just be this the run over the. I'm just gonna be here, and she's gonna take over, and I don't know. I'm like,
0: I think you're reading into that.
1: Give a little like. I
0: think "happy life, happy life" is very positive. It doesn't say I'm a beat down, broken man.
1: I know That's been said So many times On this show today By multiple men
0: Happy wife Happy life Say it again I think it's true I think Winston Would say it too We'll discuss it We'll discuss <sighs> like it Off little, the air folks We'll see bite. She's Rachel Cruz I'm Ken Coleman Big thanks to her. Our captain Old captain My captain James Childs <laughs> This is the Ramsey Show
6: If you're a leader, your personal growth matters for your organization because whatever you lead can only grow as much as you do. I know from experience. I've been CEO of Ramsey Solutions for over 30 years, and now I'm sharing that leadership and business coaching experience with you on the Entree Leadership Podcast. I'm taking your calls and helping you figure out how to overcome challenges within your organization. One episode could change your business. Check it out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or on the Ramsey Network app.